so good morning, good afternoon, good evening, good night, whenever this is. This is Match Bailey alongside my critique pad in crime, Ricardo Medina. Hello, hello, hello. And welcome back to uh, to the hip-hop version of Retrospect Reviews, by the way. Um, also, we have, you know, San Fernando's own Mike Wise. Yo, yo, what's good, people? And Doughboy. Yeah, Lord Drippington. Yes, yes, yes. And welcome to Retrospect Reviews, um, you know, part of, you know, BBB Radio, right? So today we will be celebrating the release of, you know, two classic hip-hop albums. Uh, the first being Jay-Z's debut album, Reasonable Doubt, back in 96. And yes, you know, we, we're totally aware that, um, you know, the album, well, sorry, the, the anniversary was, you know, uh, a few months back. But, you know, on my end, you know, I mean, something still came up. So, you know, now, now I'll take the opportunity, you know, to, to take a crack at it again. And funny thing is, is that um, I actually mentioned it, um, like actually did a review of it with Ricardo um, for the 20th anniversary. That was like five years ago, right? Uh, but yeah. in this case, though, you know, I figured that paired with the blueprint, right, which will be turning 2020, sorry, um, this, well, this set up being nothing. 9-11, yeah. Right? yeah. <laughs> yeah. We'll talk about that that 9-11 date and, you know, well, of course, we know how, you know, big of a deal it was. Oh, the rest of the world remembers 9-11. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Exactly, <laughs> the rest of the world remembers it, yeah, but how the hip-hop community, or I should say the music community, was just like, at least we could take this one album and, and hold on to this. Like, this was a good thing that happened on that on that fateful day, right? Yeah, so we're going to do a track-by-track track track review, sorry, of both albums. And then at the very end, we're going to individually see which one we prefer more than the other. So let me just get those. We Both albums are classics. Both get, you know, five out of fives. But, you know, ever so often, uh, you know, I imagine when it comes to, you know, the discussion, which is the better album. Yeah, you know what I mean? You'll bring up this album, The Blueprint, and, you know, Reasonable Doubt, right? You know, maybe somebody might see some other Jeezy album, I don't know, like American Gangster or something. I'll get to that in a bit, right? Yeah. But yeah, really yeah. and truly, it's just, it's The Blueprint and The Reasonable Doubt. Those are the two that we have on a pedestal, right? You know, yeah. so we just at the very end kind of see which one we prefer more than the other and why, right? So let's kick things off. Let me just start with Reasonable Doubt, right? So, um... I just kind of kick things off with my introduction to the album, right? So, um, I I imagine seeing it with uh, with you, do boy. I found out about this album through um, the source, right? Could they have yeah. the top one hundred albums list? Yeah, yeah. I, I used to frequent that as well, right? Yeah, yeah. And that, uh, well, you know, because this came out, um, I think like it was. I'm not sure. I think it's either. I'm not sure if it was either 80, 98 or ninety nine. I think it's probably well, ninety eight. Um, no, no, no. Um, no, the list. The oh, list. the list, the list yeah. came out 98. That with LL Cool J on the cover, holding right. the mics them. Mm-hmm. I could remember it well. Okay, okay, right, right, right. So, um, yeah, so, you know, albums were kind of up to that point. Now, I think the one album that came out from 97 that was on that list was um, uh, Life After Death from, you know, um, the Taurus B.I.G., right? Yeah, yeah so... That's how I found out about this album. Um, and you know, at the time, like we, 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 like for me, right, as a, as a, just someone who just listened to rap casually on radio, I was introduced to Jay Z basically um, when you know a certain song called "Can I Get Her" 
dropped, right? Um, this was from his Volume 2 Hard Knock Life album, and this was also on the Rush Hour soundtrack, right? So for me, this was like my, my, my full official introduction <laughs> to who he was, right? Of course, it was all over Party Flavor by request. You know, that video was just yeah. on heavy rotation, right? So that's how I was introduced him, right? And then Hard Knock, um, Hard Knock Life came and just dominated the, the airwaves, and then Big Pimpin came and dominated the airwaves, right. and from um, there, it was just... A big... Big Pimpin was a big deal because a lot of it was shot in Trinidad. Exactly, yeah, yeah, yeah. Right. And, you know, um, even David Rudder kind of did a song, um, you know, kind of satirizing that that, yeah. that, um, that moment, right? That, that's the best word I can use, satirize, right? So, yeah. Um, so, I... So, point again that is, is that, like, I didn't, like, know about his debut till, you know, that, that source list came out, right? And then I checked out the well that album though, and I just fell in love with it like instantly though. The production, the lyrics, the the tone of it, especially the tone of it, that's what really drew me in, right? And then I I just became a fan like overnight, right? So um you know from there I just sought out his other albums. I wouldn't say that I was the person who just kind of picked them up as soon as they came out. Like it would take a while. I'd hear a few songs on the radio, and you know once it click, it's like all right, cool. I'll I'll take the album, right? Um, but I'll mention the others in a little while, right? But um, Ricardo, take it away. How how did you get into uh, Reasonable Doubt? Yeah, same thing. I was familiar with the album. Uh, you know, you see, you keep hearing about it on BT, and it's like, oh, this Jay Z album I never listened to, but it's his first album. And uh, because you always think of when you think of Jay Z album, for me, it was thinking of um, just is uh, what the album happened, life was on. You thinking of oh, it's it's these the and then Jigger Kelly not not um not guilty, um mm. hard knock life right that that kind of stuff and then um for me it was oh okay ah uh, what happened? oh it had a little like a little a little place in Sando that had a bunch of cheap albums like literally like five dollars tt like for a bunch of old rap albums and wow um, like, like wow. original yeah. right wow. Yes, yeah, it was just a guy, well, not original, it was a what guy, like, I was saying, like, $5, you say, you know. I can't yeah, yeah, that, like, it's uh, spending $20 on some mixini from a pirate. It, it, no, 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 so, like, it was, it was this guy, he just had it, like, I don't know why he gave it up so cheap or whatever, he just was giving it up, and he's like, yeah, you sure this is true? This is true? This correct? And he's like, yeah, I feel, and I, I feel like stolen like goods. <laughs> probably. Live hey, for all we know, that man has to be on drugs. No, but it was, like, in a little store, it was a place. It wasn't like a guy, it was like a police. Oh well. Um that's when I got access to the album for the first time. I was like, oh okay, this is like an amazing album. So, yeah, so that's my first exposure to that. So then this was in 2000, I think. Um, right. around that. So it's like all right. And then then Blueprint uh came out after. Yeah, mm-hmm. after well that to me was like a goddamn amazing classic album. Yes, yes, it is, it is, yeah. Mm-hmm. Um Mike Weiss, how did you get into uh, Reasonable Doubt? Um, well, it's just an album I kept hearing about, you know, throughout all the years because when I started listening to hip hop, obviously Jay was Jay was consistent dropping every year, album every year, a bunch of singles. He on this movie soundtrack, he featured here, there, everywhere. Mm-hmm. But yeah. you always keep hearing about um, this first album that didn't sell as well as the other albums, but you know, is is arguably the best album, a classic album. Obviously, they're talking about reasonable doubt. So eventually, I think, um, though I think you could correct me on this, and I, I get my first copy of reasonable doubt through you. Yeah. In the studio with, with yeah, when the, I bring um, Profess. Yeah, when I bring you the original, this, yeah. Yeah, he bring a, um, 
he bring an original copy of of Reasonable Doubt in his studio, and and we we had no money at the time, so I just ripped the CD and took it. Because that's what we was on. Yeah, everybody ripped the CD. Thing, yeah. Yep. Because yep, yep. he was now out of school and had no jobs, and the little bit of money we had was going to a drum. So, yeah. um, you know, obviously went and listened to it, and then yeah, yeah, yeah. Because I heard songs from it before, I know Can't Knock the Hustle, Feeling It, Dead President. But when you listen to the album as a whole, I wish I didn't hear those songs before. I would have liked right, to hear yeah. them and the, just all at one time now. Yeah. You know? Oh, I forgot um, to mention too, um, uh, Rhapsody, The Basement also used to have like these flashback Fridays. And that's when you used to yeah, drop yeah. these videos from the 90s. And that's where I saw Can't Knock the Hustle and Feeling It, the music videos for the first time. Right, right. BET used to help me a lot. You see those little flashback joint things they used to have randomly. Right, I yeah. learned a lot about 90s stuff from before my time through that. Me too, boy. Yeah. A lot, a lot. You wouldn't believe that. That make me sort out. Um, that made me seek out like a whole lot of different artists. Uh, Illmatic. Who I would not have been exposed. Yeah, yeah. all that. Yeah, all Illmatic. That. Um, that, yeah. That's what we saw. Um, it, 36 it, um, Chambers, hard to all tell. that. Um, yeah. Sorry, it ain't hard to tell. Yeah. That's what we saw Cream for the first time. Yeah, yeah, right. as flashback joints, you know. So, yeah, fell in love with the album. I, I, I saw that the hype was real, and um, yeah, still one of my favorite albums. Period to this day. All right, and before we get to the blueprint now, um, Doughboy, how do you get into uh, <coughs> Reasonable Doubt? Well, as you see, I was a source reader, so, so I will always have a source around and. Source did put the list of all the classic albums, all five Mike albums. And I was a big Jay-Z fan from Hard Knock Life. So when I see Reasonable Doubt on it, because this was like, I want to say 2002, I already heard Blueprint. So I like Reasonable Doubt. I thought Jay-Z first album was volume one. What is this? Right. So um like okay, um so me and Mike know the spot that we do so go and buy CDs from when I leave school, I came came to San Juan and I bought the CD and like okay let me take the scene and that just I had a spinning in my CD player for about I don't lie I played that like back to back three times just vibing because the it was, you know how music was in 2002, it was cross, real, cr- it was crunk and stuff, mm-hmm. and it just had, the album had this layback movement, and you're hearing, like, Jay-Z, we how you do support stuff together and stuff, just like, wow, this man was this bad, <laughs> and no, nobody didn't really check out this album, so that's how I got the album through the source, and then well, sharing is caring. When we start the first <laughs> studio, yeah, when we start the first studio, I'm um, Pro Records. I used to carry CDs down there, just any anything that I had at the time that them never hear. I used to carry, and that's how Mike Wise and Professor get. All right, nice, nice, nice. All yeah. right, so jumping into the blueprint now, right? So, you know, Volume 2, Hard Knock Life came, um, blew up, 
Um, you know, Volume 3, Life of Times, a show on Carter was big as well too. Same thing for Dynasty, Rock La Familia. And then the blueprint dropped, right? So, the you know, for me, the mo- uh, I guess for all of us, the moment was when that, that, that music video... I, I can't remember if I actually saw when it debuted on 106 and Park. I would love to see that I did. But, mm. you know, when, when the, the video for Izzo Hover yeah. dropped, though, that yeah. one I was like, oh, yeah, okay, JJ uh, back, though. All right, you know what I mean? And this was me, like, not even knowing who Kanye West was at the time, right? Um, right. Even though there was Dynasty Rockler familiar, right? But, you know, you're just hearing Just Blaze and Swiss Beats. You just hear those names a lot. Now, we didn't really hear about Kanye that much, even though he was... Yeah, Jay-Z didn't even know who Dynasty. Kanye was at that time. Kanye was a sleeper cell, yeah. Kanye was a sleeper cell. Yeah, he was super small, yeah. Yeah, so... You know, hearing that that beat do, and you know, learning later on, oh, it's from a Jackson Five sample. It's like what? Okay, okay. So yeah, that was big, right? Um, you know, Wells, um, girls, girls, girls. I'll talk about that in a bit. Was big. Um, you know, Jigger like Jackson that, sample again. Yes, yes, yes. Um, right. So Ooh. Jigger that. Um, that that actually, I actually heard that on like one of those mix CDs that I, make, I mentioned earlier. Uh, that dollars. Yeah, from from some pirate. Mm. You know what I mean? And that wasn't on radio. Yeah. It wasn't on radio, right? And then the last one was Song Cry, which I'll also talk about as well, right? But yeah, I mean, when, when mm-hmm. I jumped into the album at long last, though, I was and you know, I was really impressed um by the production and just the just GC himself though, and just how he was just able to bring diversity in it. You know, I mean it wasn't just, you know, hustling, 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 making more money, da da da. There was there was a lot of like stuff going on um lyrically and, and production wise, right? You know? Um, and you know, just like in preparation for this review here, yeah, actually recapped it. I was like, wow, like I forgot, you know, all these little things that were there, and I just amazed at how much it stands out, right? So, um, from there, I was just like, all right, well, let's see what Jay Z have next, right? Um, uh, there was Blueprint 2, Gift and Curse, which was right. which was the album that I really, really wanted to like, though. But that album is what's booty. Sorry, Jay Z. No, it's, it's just it's just a lot of filler, dread. It's, 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 it's a, it's a good album. Or let's a lot of filler. Blueprint two slander. Blueprint two. If if they could, if that if they did turn that album into one album, take off. Right. But nice, nice. Cut yeah. it down to twelve tracks. No, nice, nice. Yeah. What he did, you know, they they did that. It have something called Blueprint two point one. Yeah, two point one. Yeah, they yep. did that. Um, and it is effectively all the tracks I like was on the Blueprint two point one with a couple others that they could have switched around. But it, for it, the most it part, tracks, mm. it had tracks on that that you didn't need like the um Earth Wind and Fire with Chris and Nifa and thing. Like, oh yeah, yeah. Uh, you don't need yeah. That. I love, <laughs> I love that song. I don't know what's on it. It had tracks. It was, it was trying a little too hard to stay true to like the original song. So, yeah, like all right, we like, had to do the sound. We had to do the chorus again. Like, like I, oh gosh, we, we know where the beat come from. Come my on, my favorite you know wavy track on that whole album is the Pop and Tags with Outcast. Like, yeah, uh, yes, yeah. which was yeah, also was by Kanye. Yeah, but mm-hmm. no, no, like I mean, there were songs that I remember. Like I remember Hovey Baby because of the, the Just Baby, yeah. beat. Yeah. I dug the Watcher too. Um, Old mm-hmm. Tree yeah. Bonnie and Clyde yeah. was all over the place. Yeah. Could oh. not escape that song. Yeah, the, the opening, the opening um, track with the, with the, with the Biggie verse. Oh yeah, a dream. Yes. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah, yeah, that dope. Yeah. Another yeah. song that did need to be Stop recorded. Ooh, that was that was track with Beans is nasty, man. Yes. That, and Scarface, that real man. Oh that yes, yes, that is one of my favorites. Somehow, some way, love yeah, that song. Yeah, I love yeah, that beat, right? Yeah. Um, like I say, another track that didn't need to be recorded for that album was with Sean Paul. No. Yeah, that was one. That, yeah. That, 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 I forgot about. Oh god. Anyway. 
Um, oh yes, like I said before, oh, Tree Bunny and Clyde was big, and I think this was like, the first time that you saw Jay Z and Beyonce like do a collab, man. That was like a big deal. Like, whoa, yeah. okay, like okay, like this serious now. Um, excuse me, Miss was a song that I used to like real love, like to um, listen to. Which album? Which album had changed clothes on it? Which I gotta get into, I gotta get into, right? right? Yeah. Um, but yeah, you know, be an excuse you miss, you know, that, that was dope as well, too. Um, it, but it's not a song that I've revisited in like a long, long no, while. It's it a cool song, it, yeah. For real, yeah. We do, do some magic on that. That's a, cool uh, that a good song, that yeah. But back, back then, though, that, that song was all over the place, like one of yeah, some back, all that, it was all over, right? Yeah. So yeah, so yeah. so so speaking of um, black album now, so yeah, black album come out and I remember how you know everybody was like, oh my god, final album from GC. So right. yeah, right. I didn't waste any time. Big old light, Yeah, um, oh, and that is another classic in my opinion, though. And but yeah, that's the classic. It's how, yeah, it's how we all went in. Like, boy, this is the last time we hear in G Tread. Yeah. Like you hear what you see and what more can I see? Like the, the man done, boy. Like he done. <laughs> yeah, that's um. The, what is um? What is the stuff, brother? Brother, was he sample? Um. Uh, oh, um. For for that song, what more can I say? Um, yeah. I'm gonna find it quickly. Yeah, it was the gladiator sample to the beginning. Yeah, right. yeah. Yeah, that, that, that one. Right. Yeah. Russell no, Crowe, something right. from yeah. something for nothing. From right. MF, yeah, mother, yeah, mother, yeah, yeah, mother, yeah, mother, father, mm. sister, brother, right, 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 okay. right. Yeah, um, that that final verse, though, and while bringing this up too, is that um, I didn't even know this till like while I was just doing my little research, basically for this um, for the Reasonable Doubt album. Um, Talib Kweli actually has like a list of like his favorite verses of all time, twenty five, right? And the yeah. final verse for what more can I see is up there. Yeah. And I like, yeah, I I I, I, I totally I, agree with that. Yeah, I can't especially when it ends. Fuck this! And drop the mic and and sorry, drop the headphones and walk out. I, I yeah. love that. That's so so powerful. He and forty one, he get name name dropping on the same album. Oh, uh-huh. um, soul truth be told, yeah, I'd probably be lyrically talent quality. Talent quality, yeah, no. If no, I was quality, um, I put I put in that number. That was one. my that number was one. Yeah, that was number one. <laughs> yeah, you um, name drop me, I put in that one. Yeah, he he also have I well funny enough he also have the final verse to um well sorry he have. Eminem's verse on Renegade, and he have Jay Z verse on um, Regrets. The 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 um the final verse on on Regrets. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But 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 not not that 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 um. Oh gosh, let me just find the name of the song quickly, 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 quickly. Um, Moment of Clarity. Right. Yeah. Yeah. yeah like yeah. could I mention that? But anyway, right. Um, Change Clothes. I remember how big of a song that was. Could that beat that piano be that ding ding, mm-hmm. bing bing? That was just that was an airworm, right? Um, Dirt off his mm. shoulder That was huge yeah. um, Like just ridiculously huge Timberland just outdid himself with that 99 Problems Love, love, love that song Rick mm-hmm. Rubin shut that down I also remember too like, And the video was mad too Yeah, the video yeah was I remember when the video came out And we were like, oh my god You have a scene with Jay-Z getting, getting shot and riddled with bullets I remember, like fun fact, right So there was, a, there was a, actually a point in time Where we used to have like a video disclaimer With Jay-Z talking about Hey, like <laughs> this is what this scene is supposed to represent. We're not could do we're not promoting violence here. Like literally, that was it. Okay, you had to tell people, look, you see me get that shot. That was funny. That's not real. I, that I was know it. That was real. That's what we say though, you know what I mean? But anyway, right? So Black Album came and you know, he was all like, Yeah, G Z boy, G Z boy, you know what I mean? 
And then, you know, the, the Jay-Z and R. Kelly albums came out afterwards, you know. And, of course, you know, um, well, it's Collision Course with, um, with you know, Linkin Park. I remember that being a big deal right. as well. I, I wasn't the biggest fan of that, to be honest, right? But I don't... Uh, yeah, it didn't mix so well. crossover thing, right? Yeah, but I think more people really gravitate to that because, they, for me, it was the... the um, Lincoln Park fans who like really vibe with that. No, the Jay-Z fans are like, well, yeah. all right. Um, Kingdom yeah, Come, yeah, that's came, true. Yeah, Kingdom Come came in 2006, and that was one that I was real excited for. I remember like copping yeah, that track where it came out, but it's like I uh, knew that album was gonna be ass. I knew that album was. Gonna be ass. It was. I. It had tracks I like. I like Black Republican. Black Republican was on that. No, yeah. no, 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 no. Black Republican nah, was, that was on, on the Nas uh, album. Dead. Oh, no, which, on Nasir yeah, which, which I love. I love that yeah, album. Okay, I know a lot of people don't, but I, I love that Nas album, yeah. Uh, but but Kingdom Come had Show Me What You Got, which I dug. Right. That was a just Please That beat share. Beat share was okay. Yeah, yeah. Nah, Kingdom album. Come was a good album. Like, when yeah. I revisited later on, it was good. It just wasn't Black Album. It wasn't American Gangster, but it was good. Yeah. Some a couple I, of whack songs, though. But yeah, that, other than that, it was good. That's good, that's good, yeah. Um, speaking of American Gangster, um, that to me was was like another classic, in my opinion. Yeah. And of course, it's right yeah. enough the, the Ridley Scott movie of the same name. Um, but I just love the fact that it was a concept album, it was just kind of him yeah, going back to the hustler story. Like, yeah, I, I rise to the power, and you see how he falls from Greece, literally, right? But there was just so mm-hmm. much great songs in that. Like, I love Hello Brooklyn 2.0 with Lil Wayne. Um, I love Rock Boys, I yeah. love I Know, you love know, that I love, love the video. Shit. Yes, uh, yeah, yeah, yeah. No hook. Yeah, no ignorant hook shit. Yeah. Ignorant shit with Beanie Seagull. Love that. Falling. Love that. Yeah, so, yeah. Bonafide classic there. Nah, whole album, album. Yeah, it is. It is. And I find, like, I don't know. Like, I find it doesn't come up as far as, like, um, like great GZ albums. But I think it is one that people should kind of go back to and check out now. You know what I mean? So, just. Is it just a top five? I agree. Totally agree. Yeah. And just to wrap things up now. Um, that's to, to close of the twenty to close of the two thousands. There was the Blueprint Tree, right, which um came right. out in two thousand nine. Um, I remember how big of a deal that was too. But you know, like 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 I had a lot of big hits. So don't get me wrong. Eh? I would say like as far as like commercial hits go, there was a lot. Mm-hmm. Like there was DOE, Data Auto Tune. Like right. we love that no idea. <laughs> love that beat, right? Run the Stone was a big deal. You know what I mean? Right. That, that hook Brooklyn was. Brooklyn Go Hard, wasn't that? Uh no, that was on the. Boy, it was oh, around the same time. Yeah, that okay. was. Yeah, it was on the, the the soundtrack to the to Notorious, which also came out in 2009. A show I still defend, even though the guy don't look like Biggie, but I defend that show, right? Well, <laughs> um, Empire State of Mine, dope right. as well. Alicia Keys, that chorus, you love that. Um, on to the next one, Swiss Beats, just wow. Wow, I just love that beat so much, right? I want to be quickly. I just love how the video kind of goes against the. Oh, jeez, he's with the Illuminati, you know what I mean? Um, Nisius, right. you know what I mean? Mm. We're showing yeah. this all these random imagery that's supposed to look dark and it's supposed to get them all freaked out. Like, oh, what that's supposed mm. to be? What that's right. supposed he's, to be? Beast and shit. I love that. Yeah, love that's it. poking fun at this shit now. Yeah. Yeah, it comes first. Yeah. I wasn't the uh, biggest, biggest fan of Young Fever. I know some people like it because of the, the whole Horrible song. But I don't know. And horrible then as a closer, no. No. <laughs> Terrible way to, to end the album, in my opinion. But um, yeah, I, yeah. But last thing I'll say, and then we'll just get to your thoughts on the blueprint, and you know, up to blueprint tree. Um, I remember like real people was like trying to to put this up, like oh, album of the year for two thousand nine. For me, it was like 
I could see why, Dread, but sorry. Um, Rekwon, Oli Bill for Cuba Links Part 2. Cuba Links 2. Yep. That, that's the album yep. of 2009. Like, sorry. Yeah. So, sorry, G. Yeah. Sorry, G. Fully agree. Fully agree. <laughs> but no lie, though, um, Blueprint 3 had a lot of slaps in it, though, but still, admittedly, it's not an album that I've gone back to. Um, it's a hit maker album. Um, well, you see that album, I'm a pause race thinking about that G had versus Ghostface, do yes? Yes, boy. <laughs> Yeah, but um, yeah, so that was the Blueprint trilogy and, you know, just little thing, little albums in between, right? Sorry, big albums in between. So yeah, uh, Ricardo, um, how you got into to Blueprint and, you know, just his discography up to Blueprint 3? So, you know, rumor had it, the Blueprint classic couldn't have been stopped by Bin Laden. Uh, <laughs> yeah, um, yeah, 9-11. Um, so that day, right, I was saying, okay, I'm going to buy Jeezy's new album. And I, oh, I, decided, wow, okay. I decided to skip school that day, right? Because like, yeah, I don't go to school today. I got to stay over and listen to this album. And then uh, I wake up, I wake up and see Nightlam going on. Like, hey, what the hell is all of this? It's all of this noise and whatever it is. And then I went to my GZ album and listened to it. And it was amazing. I didn't even think about that much. <laughs> 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 oh. what, what happened is that, what happened is that um, the, I didn't know like the buildings would have fallen now. Like, I didn't think that would have happened now. So I was like, oh, it just planes crashing it and all right, they're going to repair the bill. Like, it's it big. It's a big deal. But it's not like the biggest deal ever. So I was out of the house. At that time, yeah. for a school child, it was yeah. not a big deal. It was not a big true, deal, right? True. Right. And I, so I was like, I was out of the house for the whole day. I, I went to the mall. Uh, it's a little small, small store in the mall. I forget, um, I forget the name of the place. But it's still, um, it's still there. Priority? No, not for priorities. It's like a... It's like it is sell games and it's in the corner at the bottom. It it in the it, it right by the um, one of the entrances. Oh gosh, shooting man name off the wall. Oh that, god, but that robber, but he does he does yeah. rip people off. Though. Yeah, he's, yeah, yeah. <laughs> uh, well, I hope he's <laughs> not listening to this. Um, point this is, show. Point, point is, he just get shit quick, and he had the blueprint one. I, I remember like asking him, "Hey, you're gonna get this new album?" He's like, "Yeah, we're gonna get it. We're gonna have it on the day somehow." I'm like, all right, bro, whatever. It costs what one twenty TT. Right, uh, the money for that went by it, listened to it, and was amazed, amazed by this album. Track, mm, I mean, mm. the rulers back, the rulers back alone is such yeah. a pop for me. Yeah, there's all these great, horns, great, yeah, horns, and there's all these, yeah. all these great lyrics. Here, you gotta drop a meal, good, you gotta cup some, you gotta make up for real. I mean, and it's like, it's it like, oh, I think you talk about you gotta drop a million. It's like, no, didn't he drop a mill back? Like, yeah, yeah. Drop, drop like, a yeah, mill before yeah. they do the album. Exactly. Ah. <laughs> <laughs> it's like, we're like, going on here. And there's track, and then they do the Nas this. I was like, shit, you know, that's when the Nas this happened. I was like, yeah, wow, yeah, yeah. Over, yeah. It's mm-hmm. a, yeah, it's a hit. Take, and it's like track after track, every track. Um, we call it um, Ola Ovi 2. That mm-hmm. opening, that mm-hmm. little, that little uh, bass guitar in the beginning, dong dong. Yeah, <laughs> like, dong. <laughs> um, listen, I did Cardi come hard, like real hard, like just eight and nine. Them two tracks are load. Just, I think you know, part of the city when yeah. they were big nanny thing and just take like all Cardi bad beats. They like yeah, yo, this is yeah. my yeah. shit. That yeah. was supposed yeah. to be for other people. Yeah, yeah that was yeah that's that's what spec up. He, he do he do a JLo special, right? Um. That mm-hmm. basically what it was is that it it was just, just every track I was amazed by beat wise. Like I just I couldn't believe that it had such such great tracks. I mean, Heart of the City and No Love Alone is like classic. 
And then it had all the extra track, um, All I Need and um, Song Cry. It's like, all right, Song Cry, great. Yeah, and eventually released that, right? And I was like, everything, everything just, just like, it's one of the rare examples where I do skip tracks. Um, yeah. And I just find myself just listening to the whole thing. I was like, truly amazing album. And then I come home later and I was like, oh shit, the building's fall down. Wow, this is serious thing. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Uh, but yeah, you, that, that's one I good thing that happened on that day. Yeah, they, yeah. So yeah, I mean, uh, I, like I didn't give a shit. I was sixteen at the time. Yes. Right. <laughs> like, it's, well, <laughs> yeah. So 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 just before we get to, to Mike's um, introduction to, to Blueprint, right? so this quick run through with Blueprint Two, Black Album, Kingdom Come, American Gangster, and uh, Blueprint Three. Uh, yeah, uh, Black Album, right. So when I heard he was retiring, I was immediately dismissive of that shit. Immediately dismissive. Retiring. Yeah. Like, that is some Jordan bullshit. You're trying to do the Jordan thing. Mm-hmm. Like, I swear I hear lyrics sometimes where you say something with Jordan, that 4-5. Well, like, like, yeah. Jordan wearing the 4-5. Right. Wearing the 4-5, right. But that, that, that is the album. I'm like, all right, well, he's coming back. So whatever. Um, absolutely love this album as well. Um, <sighs> what I'm going to say, boy? Just Kanye does come real hard. Um, encore, track. Yeah, Encore. Encore, Encore is like a wow, tsh- goddamn wow, classic. Wow, I mean, yeah. just just everything about that time when they, when they had the crowd, you know, railing up. I think at the end, I was like, oh, yeah, the oh, ending, yeah. boy, just give me chills yeah. every time yeah, I hear yeah. it. That's like, <laughs> it's just amazing. Yeah, that, that's another true classic. That that was an album that just take up my whole summer. Uh, yeah, we had we had this this weird convoluted device in the past called a Disman. That was a thing. Kids yeah, I had one of those yeah. too. Yeah, it's, it's one of these very strange devices. Anyway, it ran, it played a CD, and it was in my CD the entire summer. I did not change a thing. I had that, yeah. and then the following summer I had um, what do you call it? Uh, Diplomat album, right? That's, ah, that's yes, it. Yes, yes. Right. The, the, oh, what, take... what about uh, what about Blueprint too? If, if you have anything to say about Blueprint. So I, I brought Blueprint 2. We, we kind of mentioned it already. I don't hear this album. We have a lot of great tracks on it. But yeah, it, it, it just it just got... Um, I was entering UE that year. And it was... That was, the, that was the, the whole thing about it. It was like... I remember I remember a friend, friend of mine who was a huge UG friend in, in Odd Hall. Uh, he was like, yeah, I like this album. But like, it it should have just cut out tracks. And I'm like, yeah, right. And I, we just had this big... We just make a big connection with that, with, with Jay-Z fandom from that. Uh, yeah, that's... The big problem with the album is that it just have too much um too much filler for the most part stuff that could have get cut you, you know Jay Z just kind of had to push the whole idea well I need to put out a double album kind of thing that is what it felt like um so that's about it well all right uh, Kingdom it, Come American Gangster and Blue right, so American Gangster I did not buy uh just only like the the song itself and I kind of regret not buying it it's pretty awesome for what it, it is, is. Mm-hmm. uh then um. This thing, yeah. Uh, Kingdom Come bought it way later. Can I remember, remember the video he had with what is the, the video where they, they're racing in car? It's yeah, like, that, 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 that show me what show you got. Me what you got. Mm. Yeah, I was, I was not, I was not, I wasn't feeling it, and I was just in a weird space music wise. Like, I was like, uh, I kind of trying to grow to Jeezy, like, yeah, I, back then, uh, you know, you're trying to get eclectic. And I wasn't, I, I went to you, so I get all woke and shit. No? So, like, yeah. uh, <laughs> so that was that was there. Yeah for that and I was like I, I remember getting the album way later and just liking it a lot not loving it but just liking it a lot but I was like yeah this is a big disappointment and again it was Jordan is 4-5 moments you know when he was wearing the 4-5 to, to be honest right <laughs> that is the working mm-hmm. comparison it's um, I, I was underwhelmed with it to be honest uh, well right and Blueprint 3 huge disappointment as an album but the hits and the, the tracks that came out was pretty good for what it was but generally I, I I, I don't think I listened to it more than once, like, to be honest. Um, it's only the, the 
be Alicia Keys track that I remember and think about. That's about it. Everything else was like, okay. I, I, you know, compared to part one, you know, again, you know, to, to, to borrow from a current artist who's going through this right now, I miss the old Kanye. Same thing with that, that Jeezy. I was like, yeah, I can't see myself listening to that anymore. I mean, obviously Jeezy went on to still do amazing shit, but like that album, I don't remember, you know, it was a big, big, bad closeout for, for such a great series of albums. But whatever. Right, right, right. Uh, so, Mike-wise, um, how you got into Blueprint and just Jay-Z's discography up to Blueprint 3? Um, well, yeah, I remember Jay coming out with H to the Izzo. Yeah. I saw him perform it, premiered it on um, the BET Awards as like a new... Just did like a first verse and hook. Sounded amazing. Think he performed it at um, one of those MTV awards when he came out in the Bulls jersey. Um, so when I heard it there, I was like, all right, this shit's special. Video came out, ting, ting, ting. Um, on the day 9 11, I wasn't even aware that the album was coming out. I knew he had the blueprint coming out at some time. I didn't know it was that day. So obviously, 9 11 happened and Heard about it in school, and you reach home, and it's like, oh, we're just going to watch this on CNN all day. Okay, cool. Yep. Um, <laughs> eventually, I got the album. I bought it from a pirate right. sometime later on. I think by the time I bought, I got it. it I think Girls, Girls, Girls was already a single. Right. So when I heard it, I was like, this, that should set a new standard for albums for me. Because I would say... That is the first classic album I heard now. Because I heard, like... Because I heard classics that came out before the Blueprint retroactively. So, after that time. But the first classic album I ever heard was the Blueprint. And, like, that set a new standard for me in terms of what an album is expected to be, basically. You know? Um, As a listener, and then later on, obviously, as a artist so at that time like if i had to save up money and buy an album original i'll buy it then if i get it pirate i buy it pirate and i'm not even gonna bother to get it original that that i i broke that rule because i was like nah i need to actually buy this shit original this shit too special so eventually later down the road i got the album original um yeah it 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 Holds up to this day, one of the best albums of all time in my book. Um, yeah, so that's definitely a five mic album. Right, right. Yeah. All right, so uh, Blueprint Two, Black Album. Well, this this Blueprint Two up to yeah. Um, yeah Blueprint Three. Let's just talk to yeah. those quickly. Um, well, yeah, as you know, I'm a staunch Blueprint Two defender. Yeah. <laughs> I find people just complain about the filler too much. I just skip what I want to skip and listen to what I want to listen to. Because the high points on that album, they're so high that I can't complain about the lows. You understand? It's like, I'd rather the Blueprint 2 exists with its flaws than doesn't exist at all. Because if it doesn't exist at all, I don't get somehow, some way. I don't get Hovey Baby. Like, all all the great tracks on it so that's that's like my approach to that album, right? Black album, classic. I knew the date that was coming out. I saved up money to buy it on the day. I got it on the day. 
uh, um, went home from school, put in the CD player, sat down, and I just listened to the album straight, straight through mm-hmm. in my school uniform, like two times over. Like, I couldn't move, change my clothes, nothing. I was just like, yeah, this shit is. If it, immediately when I heard it, I was like trying to compare it with the Blueprint because they're similar in terms of tone and they're similar in terms of how great they were. So immediately I was like trying to see, okay, which one better, which one better. This is all before I heard Reasonable Doubt, by the way. Kingdom Come, <clears throat> when I heard that, I was a little disappointed. In retrospect, it is a good album. Um, lots of high points on it. It just didn't compare to the Black Album, and I think everybody wanted to hear another classic Jay-Z album, you know, seeing that he was coming back after, what, three-year absence? Yeah. Well, by the way, I never... You know why I didn't buy that retirement thing? Because he was still doing features. Right. Yeah. He was still yes, active. Yes. Like, he would ju- he jumping on this person's song and this, and then you're doing a whole... The R. Kelly unfinished business is like, right? Oh, so you're just still in the game then, right? Well, yeah, you're not, it, it, you're it's, not it's gonna be like, sorry. It, it's, it's just it, like I noticed, like, um, the, the last person who do this, sorry, we, we're beginning um, up mic is um, uh, is logic driven. You know what I mean? Oh, oh god, I got it. done. No, no, oh, here's here's my mixtape, and yeah, in the mixtape, yeah, he yeah. said, Oh, you don't actually have one more album for this drama, so. I mean, like, come on, make up your mind, dude. So it's like you yeah. always think when they retire, they're done with music, but you're still hearing them on collabs. You're like, well, yeah, they're they're done? Not doing like, come on, you know? Yeah. 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 Oh, we get Yeah, go ahead, Mike. Differences in this case, I was glad for Jay to come back. Right. Logic. Uh, yeah. Anyway, yeah, go ahead. No, oh, yeah, the 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 thing also I could have read is is the JC R Kelly collab, which was kind of weird and like it it is an interesting album um, yeah. for what it was, but yeah, for the most part, it's like uh, in retrospect, it's like <laughs> yeah, yeah. I, I remember the yeah. real push singles from it, boy. Like, well, yeah. sorry, the singles they real push that they push big chips. They push yeah, best um, of both worlds. Right. I think the Fiesta that one, Rex was nah, in that was on that. That was okay, on, okay, that okay. was on um R. Kelly album. Right, right. Um, I remember, yeah, that that video was sorry. Yeah, the the video, oof. the the you know the BTL cut video for one thing, but that song, boy, they push that, boy, you know. Mm-hmm. Yeah, that I will say. Like people just debate about was Jay Z worst album or if Jay Z have any whack albums. I, to me, Jay Z doesn't have a whack solo album. But the only whack, the only whack project that Jay has attached himself to is the Unfinished Business album. That album, to right. me, is objectively yeah. whack. Yeah, like if it's I'm nothing. Go with a gangster yeah. girl, all that shit. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> that's just a, that's just not a good album. So moving on, what was the next thing after Kingdom Come? American Gangster, great album. Yeah. I saw how he was talking about that in interviews, real hyping it up. He was like. Like, he going back to reasonable doubt level rap, and I was like, word. So I just avoided all the singles and all the tracks that was leaking on the internet. I was like, nah, I want to hear this shit from top to bottom. Well, I heard Blue Magic. That's the only difference. Yeah. But, uh, right, right. My brethren, my brethren, Keron, he checked me because he's a big Jay-Z fan, too. He checked me, and we just sit on by me playing the album. We played that, like, three times back to back to back. Um, yeah, so I consider that another classic album. And then Blueprint 3, I'm not mad at it 
even though it was a lot of commercial songs, I still I still feel like yeah, they were commercial songs, but they were good commercial songs right. for the most part. Um, so like the the Empire State of Mind, as real as it gets, on to the next one. You know, reminder. I, like I like those songs. You know, so ambitious with Ian Pharrell. Like they more or less, they more or less were very good songs. There are a couple of songs I don't like, but all in all, like I wasn't too mad at the album. But the album that really spoke to me in 2009 was Cuban Links too. Anyway, but I wasn't oh, yes, too mad yes, at the yes. yeah, I wasn't too mad at the J album like how some people were. So right, yeah, right. That's basically my thoughts on J up until that point. All right, so Doughboy. How you got into the blueprints and you know Jeezy's albums up to Blueprint Tree? All right. Um, apparently, like I's the only one that get into the blueprint before the release date. The album did leak, and we had right. a copy in school. Yeah. <laughs> okay. We, we had a copy in school. That was like a week before the drop. We had a copy, and that that was passed around like a slow girl with loose morals with my with my squad. We right. just pass our album all over. We just and they're just copying it. So I had it, and then like nine eleven come around. I know the album dropping. I like you had to go stand and buy this album. Ding ding, jumping. I maxi to leave Princess down to go to San Fernando, and they are announcing on the news that the World Trade Center has fall. I like <laughs> okay. Where, what the fuck this come from? Where this come from? Uh, um, <laughs> All right. uh, like we had war got happened. What we are here? So like news talking in this maxi uh, from for this whole I must say about twenty minute drive to, to Sandu and all I can't hear the music. All I had to hear about is this like uh, like okay about the. Uh, Album and my mind frame, I jump in a car and come straight over my mind frame. Well, if they're going to bump Trinidad, I'm going to get dead with listening to this two pass album. I'll just have to make sure I play it, play it one more time, original out the case. If the bomb shit, at least I know I live a full life. Um, and that was with me and the blueprint. Um, blueprint two. Uh, at a same thing, I was still going to school. At a partner in school that had he used to get like the weirdest dope albums. He who put me on to clips and stuff. So he had Blueprint Two original, and I was like, "Yo, let me hit." Um, on to Barrett, he's like, "No, Jay Z." Like, okay, have some albums. Which albums you want to borrow to from for this now? And the dude choose BG, other BG album, um, Chopper City yeah. in the Ghetto. Uh, and, oh, yeah, I haven't heard that yeah. in mm. He choose BG, Chopper City in the Ghetto, and um, as a ball of album, still fire for me. Um, oh, yeah. <laughs> and Dead Press, and the Dead Press, um, or oh, Let's Get Free. No, the second one. Oh, okay. Well, you know, only yeah. listen to the debuts. Wow, shit. So, like, that was the trade-off, though. Like, okay, you can borrow these. I, I will borrow your shit. So come home, bumping it, and I like, why Sean Paul on this fucking album? Why Lenny Kravitz on this fucking album? That's a good track. 
What is going on here? <laughs> exactly. What is going on here? Jeez, what is the, what is this? Are you trying to be a pop star? Are you trying to heal and tour so, in Jamaica somewhere? What is the point of this? And then it had like tracks that was viable, as I say, popping tags. Okay. Some people hate. Um, what else? I think so, you're find us somehow, some way. Yeah, somehow, some way. Um, it had other tracks that my nigga, please. Boom, yeah. I was yeah. Which, by the way, was us on the. I never forget this. The soundtrack to um, to Creel to the Grave, though. You know the, yeah. the, the lap dance scene that um, oh gosh, uh, Gabriel Union was doing. Yeah, it was it was that. Yeah. So, yeah. So like again, if they did just take some songs and put it into one, this that would have been a good album. But two more fillers, All right? Black album. When it came out, I got red eye. Couldn't go and cop it the same day. I sent my little homie that that was just around. He was like two years younger than me. I gave him the money and like, dog, cop this album. You could come by me and listen to you. Just if your mother say you get you get red eye, fuck that. You stay home from school. Um, just go and cop it and come back by me and. That's what he did. He went to school, <laughs> cop it, and come home by me. And we just sat, we blasted our album for the day. Then, like, when I done pop it, bop it by me, some, when people come home from school, we went up by here and started bopping it. So, that album get real way by me. That, he got red eye? No, he didn't get red eye, fortunately. Okay, okay. okay. But he didn't hear it. But like that album um is one of Jay-Z's best put together album. Um now as I into engineering and stuff, Guru is a genius at what he does. Yeah. And he can make anything song polish. Mm. He on, right. he on that yeah. level. Um, Guru, Guru was in charge of that whole, mixing that whole album, and the album is sonically pleasing. Um, my only problem with with the album was the how Jay Z hit we are beat and switch. In the sense that how when when somebody say last album, you expecting like yeah, no holes bar. Yeah, yeah. Great assault. Any anything and everything. It, it was a good album, but it wasn't like that one I could have called bluff on shit. It yeah. wasn't the last album. Then all them other miscellaneous albums, the unplug, <laughs> the Lenny um, Lincoln Park, the Kian Kells. I could just tie that up in a neat bowl and say, I do not want boots. <laughs> um, uh, Kingdom, Kingdom Come. Come. Yeah. I, fortunately, unlike the rest of you, I never listened to the album. Okay. Oh, wow. Yeah, you never oh, listened wait, to it, guess. You just heard, uh, you just heard um, Show Me What I, You Got and Lost I'd Ones. I was like, yeah. Eh, no. Yeah, this is not for me. Like, all I listened to Show Me What You Got, got and I was like, 
this is not for me. This is not Jay-Z. This is not Jay-Z that I used to. And no. And that was it. Um, America Gangster are Blue Magic Court. Yeah, and I see the Blue Magic video. And I hear what he rapping about. I'm like, see this? Jay-Z could tell some dope stories. I need to get this album. And funny enough, I didn't get the album that everybody have. I get the acapella. Oh, so, okay, okay. Yeah, I had the, I have the whole album, just acapellas alone. Mm. I think Professor is the only person that I get that. Um, so I don't have the album with the beats to trauma off or anything. I just have the acapella. And Jay-Z spit. Jay-Z spit, dog. I'll advise anybody get get the album acapella. Um, and then Blueprint Tree, same thing with Kingdom Come With Me. I never listened to the whole album. It, again, um, as I hear on to the next one, I was like, Jay-Z, please stop it. <laughs> you know, oh, like, gosh. I, like, I understand where you coming from, Dre, but is, 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 is Swiss just... Like, I don't know, like, there was, like, a period, like, in the late 2000s where Swiss was just doing, like, these sort of grandiose beats and it was just something no, about I'm not that say, I'm not saying you know? me about it no, but okay the, the, the way how it come across now like it has songs them that I was vibing and stuff but, but when I hear on to the next one I'm like they, they know you they T.I. dog oh, shit. <laughs> T.I. What, what the hell is this so like the album is is kind of good from what I hear because as I tell people, uh, I want to go going to it now with fresh airs, but I mean, and Kingdom Come, I never gave the whole album a full listen because I just that Kingdom Come could never get a full listen from me. I don't want that shit no way around me, though. <laughs> Uh, not even out of curiosity. I understand. Yeah. I understand. Yeah. I like I like smoking crack. I really no. All right, all right, all right. I got you. All right, so let's kick things off with reasonable doubts. Um, so you know, for the first time for retrospect reviews, we're gonna touch on this album, right? And then afterwards, we're gonna jump into the blueprint, and then we'll just close things off by seeing which one we we prefer over the other, right? So track number one for Reasonable Doubt, we have Can't Knock the Hustle, right? This features Mary J. Blige and Pain in the Arts, right? Um, this is like yeah. a affiliate, you know, a Rockefeller affiliate basically, right? So, you know, he does... Skitsman, right? Yeah, the Skitsman, yeah, yeah. So he does his own version of a, of a famous, like, quote from Scarface, right? And, you know, like, funny thing is, like, I didn't even see the Scarface movie till... Like about a couple of years after hearing this album, now. so I hear this man talk about, "Hey, big man, you want makes the big bucks? You will see how tough you are. You know, something about cocaine. Think of me." I was like, "What's this?" But then when I hear it, the movie's like, "Oh, that's what he doing. Okay, okay, okay." But I love like the heartbeat that they play in the background as well, too, just kind of setting tone and everything, right? Um, this has one of my favorite beats on the album, though. It's produced by um, Nobody. That's yeah, that's his um his name. Well, sorry, his um his producer name basically, right? Um, I love how nocturnal and dark it feels. And it is, like, for me, it just kind of feels like you're just, like, on the passenger side of Jay's ride. And he just kind of just taking you on this trip through the city dread. 
and you just kind of seeing you will through his eyes right while he's rapping right and just really get the the mindset of the the hustler of, of the hustler that he's portraying on this um on this on the song and the album right um mary j blige i mean she comes through with a great hook i mean we all remember it we all love it and i just love how he just drops all these like just wickedly clever lines or like um we could we get together like a choir to acquire what we desire we do the like wombs produce g's like spoon until legs spread like germs my pups knew exactly what he did when he made me try to get a nut and he got a nut and what like it was just all these lines he was just all these bars he was just dropping right so for me this is a perfect way to to, to kick the album off i love the song i love the beat in particular the hook is fantastic as well um and last thing last there's there's also a sequel if you will you know a fool's paradise remix basically um and one has a more kind of a beat beat it is very 80s inspired basically if you take a, if you listen to it though um and you know it's a little different you know what i mean like the vibe of it is a lot different he's more talking about you know trying to hook up with gills and all that kind of stuff he's not really talking about this you know um the the hustler stuff basically right but the, the the fool's paradise remix is is decent like like it's a good bonus track for the album but for me it it can't hold a candle to the original track right so uh ricardo thoughts on can knock the also yeah yeah great great start to the album it, you know full energy it it classic cl- again i i listen to this album a lot later than most people so it's like oh shit i don't know this album this is a classic album this and it yeah, it, yeah opening track is a real great opening track so it starts for me Right, right. Uh, Doughboy, thoughts on Can of the Hustle? This is like the best way for you to open up something. And I'll argue Dave and Big and G credit for putting the best foot forward. That is was basically one of the strongest songs on the album. And open, come straight out the door with it. And Hi, Mary G on your shit in them days is a good look. Mary, yes, Mary name was heavy. So, for you to have that as the first track plus the lead single of your album, yo, and then um, according to what you say with all the lines that he was throwing out, in that every line is a punch, every line is a punchline. When you're listening to it, you just have to be like, whoa, this dude could rap. And he nice with it. Like, these punchlines ain't like no Daz effects punchline. I call it some random. Yeah, some random dude from the 90s. That's true. So, like, it do high bars, so it's a great way for you to start off the album and just build into that momentum. Exactly. And we could get to Jazzo in a bit, don't worry. Uh, Mike Wise, mm. thoughts on Can Knock the Hustle, man? Yeah, this was dope. Um, this is one of those songs that I would have seen as like a flashback joint, you know, way before I heard the album, so I was familiar with it. Mm. Uh, then I saw that, oh, this is how they start the album. Because normally you get yeah. us, you have a song like that, you put out like track four, or track five, or some shit. But it well, was like, track nah, two, we you know, and you, ha- yeah, you have yeah. like the intro be the in- sorry, you have the skit be the intro, and then you just jump into the, yeah. the song now, you know? Yeah, but like, it was like, nah, they come out the gate with that. I was like, all right, cool. And 
you know, it's just a very good song. Mary J. Blige has an iconic look. And you could tell at this time, like, hey, and how Jay-Z used to rap before Reasonable Doubt, and you hear him on that song, it's like, that is where he actually polished his flow now. Like, he sounds yeah. so at home with that kind of smooth flow going in and out of the pockets and all the little slick one-liners, the little, little clever wordplay, and it's like, when you go later down into the album, you know he actually has better wordplay than that, but he just kind of testing the waters with, with, with that first one. You know, he just, he just mm. playing with you, he just toying with you uh, from a lyrical level. Um, so yeah, that's, the, that's a great song. That's a, that's a classic hip-hop song, in my opinion, and dope video too. Yeah, I agree, agree. Yeah. Yes, yes. And speaking of video, before we get into the second track, I believe, I could be wrong, but I believe that 99 Problems is meant to be like a sequel to that, you know. Well, well I mean, like, um, Jeezy getting killed in that video, 99 Problems was supposed to be following up after um, Can't Knock the Hustle Cat. I think there's like a moment in the end where, like, somebody's trying to kill G. I believe that's what it was. Like, he was stepping out of a club and somebody was trying to fire shots at him. I could be wrong, but I just feel like the reason why he gets killed in 99 Problems is because of the Can't Knock the Hustle video. Something like that. I, I could be wrong, right? Yeah. Anyway, so second track now we have politics as usual, right? We have Ski, who we you know we know Noah Ski beats now. Uh, he he comes through with a smooth, soulful instrumental, um, and you know just like Can't Knock the Hustle, it makes for like great riding music, right? And you see, just basically just rapping about the just the grind, you know what I mean, of 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 being a hustler, right? Uh, the stress he has to deal with, you know, with the police, uh, rival dealers, customers, you know, the connect, all that kind of stuff, right? So. But I like how, like, in the end, for example, where he says, you know, ain't no stopping the champagne from popping, the jaws from dropping, the law from watching. So kind of like, you know what, this is just how the life is. I know that. I have to accept it. To have a lot of ups, to have a lot of downs, but, yo, this is the life, right? So you just had to live with the good and the bad. So I love I love that idea. I love that concept. And, yeah, just just a dope song overall, man. Uh, Doughboy, thoughts on yeah. politics as usual? No, this is when the album sat telling the story so this is when it starts turning into the hustlers story jay-z starts start spitting now the up you come up now where does be going to when you had to put in that work you had to be doing this yeah you have parties here and there whatnot so as i said storytelling jay-z our master storytelling telling the story um ski beats wicked sample put that together nicely yeah uh, that, um the next thing again placement good good way to place this song we always talk about track placement this was um again this whole album the track placement was good so mm-hmm. Yeah, that is it for, for this. But I really like this is like one of my favorite Jay Z songs. But what else I could say about it? Just good. Yeah, yeah it, indeed, indeed. Uh, Mikewise, quick thoughts on politics as usual. Yeah, this this um, begins to paint the story of where you're going to eventually hear about on the album. Um, a lot of dope would play on this. The flows was just was was crazy as well. He got into a lot of different pockets flow wise. Um, ski beats 
unheralded legend in my opinion. Um, Agreed. Dope Agreed. sample. Dope sample. There's one I should really look songs. up where that sample came from. That it's me, it's me, it's yeah. me again. Yeah. I should look it up, man. I, I didn't know it was the but it slipped my mind. Yeah. Um, so yeah, this 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 track is a classic. It's one of those that the first time you hear it, it's not the one that is really affect you one time, but the more you hear it, is the more things you catch here and there and there and there. So over years you come to appreciate it more. That's my experience with this song. You know what I mean? Right. So right. yeah, a perfect track too. Yes. Agreed. Uh, agreed. Agreed. Uh, Ricardo, thoughts on politics as usual. Yeah, yeah, great. I, as, as, to borrow from the boring point, yeah, great track placement is is a good. Again, it follows on the first track really, really well, and it have that 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 um hookiness does does pull in a dun 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 dun. Like yeah, hard. yeah, yeah. I, I love it for what it is. It it's a yeah, great, great as is a good second track to to hold, to start here and, and keep the pace going. Yeah, that's right. So next off, we have Brooklyn's Finest, which features Notorious B.I.G., DJ Clark Kent, and Pain in the Ass, right? So Pain in the Ass comes through, does another skit, but in this case, he's doing Kalito's Way, which uh, <laughs> I didn't know about till after I see Kalito's Way, right? The, okay, I'm reloaded! Right, yeah, so he does right, that, right? Yeah. That has nothing to do with the song, but it's still a really entertaining moment, right? But um, the beat that DJ Clark Kent brings in, though, um, is bouncy, it's club-friendly. Um, I love the the upbeat piano melody that plays throughout that ding 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 Like, I love that, right? Um... And it's, it's one of those songs, like especially like when your hook comes in, you just want to just lift your champagne glasses and sing, JC and Biggie Smalls, nigga, shit the draws. You know, hey, feel bro. like it's just, yeah, where you from? Brooklyn going out for all. Like, it's just such a great hook. And I think, like, like um, that hook came after the fact that like, they just needed a hook. And it was just like, well, I don't know, come up with something. And that's the one that Clark and came up with, right? Um, but this one was, you know, just Biggie and Jay-Z just sparring, just, just having fun sparring with, with each other, right? And, you know, it's like, just listen to the album again, I realized how, like, um, GC, or, like, he, he starts his song off, right? He will end with, like, a few, like, a phrase, right? Like, about three words. And then um, the Taurus will just come in and kind of, you know, kind of flip that same phrase there. So he will rhyme that phrase and then kick his own verse off. And just keep doing it, that back and forth kind of thing, right? Um, if I had to pick who is the winner out of this, though, for me, don't, don't get mad. I say Biggie's the one who come out of it, uh, yeah. come out as a winner though, because he just comes with so much great hits though, like, uh, so much great lines like, shoot your daughter in the calf muscle, fuck a tussle, nickel plated, sprinkle coke on the floor, make it drug elated. I mean, it's, yeah. it, it big, yeah. it's big, it's, it's, it's big, yeah. so, it's big, it's big, it's big. Um, gotta go, Coolio means it's getting too hot, if we had twins, she'd probably have two packs. Get it? Two packs. Yeah. Bro. Two packs. Yeah. And I just love like I, I think like the, 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 the next um the, the the subsequent time that they actually collab was on the song I Love the Do from Life After Death, which I love. I love that song. But I just love when those two come together, John. I wish you could have gotten more songs like that before um Big Passed Big Away Pass. though. But yeah. Yeah. Elena do Brooklyn's finest. Love that song. I love the back and forth. It's just really just two just act down uh, two dope artists that just kind of sharpening the sword just kind of like just you know so just just this kind of play fighting in a sense too but it works i love that song uh ricardo thoughts on brooklyn brooklyn's finest yeah i mean we're gonna we're gonna do is a biggie verse is a biggie feature so um yeah again great great track uh at 
I I was just shocked at I was like, wait, this level of quality we get in this classic album. How come I miss out this classic album? I was like, what? This is a big verse I never hear before. What the hell? Uh, but yeah, uh, instant classic in my opinion. The great, great track. And yeah, yeah, as I said lyrically, it was just them bouncing off each other and, and just making it work. Yeah, probably one yeah. of my favorite tracks on the album. If, if like top, top three, top two, probably. Right, right, right. Uh, Mike Wise, Brooklyn's finest thoughts. Yeah, there's a classic song, two MCs at like the top of their game going at it. Um, I don't think Big got J. I don't think J got Big. I think there's more or less an even, yeah, a even right. collab. It, 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 it come like the what? It come like the what? Nobody can get the what? what? Yeah, nobody. Yeah, get with with um, Method Man, love that song too. Yeah. Um, fun fact: Dame tried to talk. Was it Dame or Big? Somebody in J circle. Try yeah. to talk Jay out of doing this because he, he didn't think Jay could keep up. He was like, dog, you can't have big killing you on your debut album. Day. Right. And Jay was like, relax, I gotta, gotta do this. So, and then they yeah. end up, in my opinion, evening it out. Um, yeah, there's a classic song, too many quotables from the both of them. Uh, big up Clark Kent, DJ Clark Kent's on the beat. I love the instrumental for this. There's, there's one of those classic, you know, MC versus MC. You know, um, let's duke it out on record type of songs. You know what I mean? So yeah. Okay. Again, like track three on the album. You know, so far we three for three. <laughs> yep, yep, yep. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, Doughboy, Brooklyn's finest. Um. Well, first thing I love the sample, La Ohio Players sample. Yeah. Nasty. Um. It is. It is. Big. Oh, and, and points also too for the um, Brooklyn Zoo sample. The Brooklyn. Yeah. I love that. Yeah. Big and Jay Z is like peanut butter and jelly, hamburger and fries. One have to go with the other. It, 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 once two of them is teamed up, it is a classic shock. It ain't no booty, not, not booty about it. This is classic. Big and Big and G. Um, Spa was, I can say, better than the water. And I really like the water. And two of them going back and forth was better to me than the water. Right. Okay. And again, with three tracks in and watch the quality. Yeah, 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 exactly. What's so, the quality and the, and the source, these nasty bitches, whether they come out, they get four mics. Yes, boy, I remember that. Yeah. Uh, which you probably like regret all um, up to this day, right? Yeah, so, that's why they end up getting it five later on. Yeah, five later on. Right. Yeah, so so keep it with the quality now. Um, one, of my all, one, one of my top five favorite songs on this album here, Dead Presidents 2, right? Yeah, and the funny yeah. thing is, like, this was the this was the this was the the dead president song that I heard. Cause, cause only afterwards I I realized, wait, now, well, of course it was a part one, but I just was introduced to this one first, right? I was introduced to the first one, um, true BT, right, with the flashback Fridays, right? But um, you know, it's the same beat, different lyrics, right? But for me, in yeah. my opinion, the sequel is better than the first one. The first one have have great bars and everything, but this one just have so much line stretch, like you know, um. 
we don't shine, we we illuminate the whole globe or whatever it is. Like just so much great lines in this though. Um it and I love skis, downbeat, um, piano assisted beat though. Um and you know it's just rap um Jay-Z is basically rapping about just doing what it takes just to get our money, you know what I mean? Just to get him dead presidents, right? Of course, yeah. you know, the Nas sample, which was lifted from the remix to the world is right. done, yours. Um, you know, just that was a literal icing the cake for this um for this song here. We will bring yeah. up that sample in you know the blueprint, right? right? But yeah, um, absolutely love this song. I love nice. the beat. It's perfect writing music as well. So dark and moody, but you you dig the kind of how to say sort of optimism, like yo, you know what I mean? Dead presidential uh, politics, politics as usual. Like that's the mindset. I love that about the song. I love how it puts you into that, right? So fantastic song. One of my all-time favorite Jeezy songs, bar none. Uh, Mike, wise agree or disagree? Uh, fully agree. This is one of the best songs ever created. No matter like what genre we are talking about, one of the best beats, three of the best verses, the Nas sample. I mean, everything about this is is just classic. This is this is the height of rap music here. <laughs> you know, what I mean, um, so many quotable lines, is, and it's so layered in terms of like metaphorically and, and, and content-wise, what he actually said. There's a song you have to like listen to, not just listen to repeatedly, but listen to like over the years and you end up catching more things. You know what I mean? Because I feel like you have to experience a little bit of life to really get the full gist of the song. You know what I mean? But yeah, Dead Presidents, the, the, two, the first two versions, um, you know, both classics in my eyes. Mm-hmm. Yeah. yeah. Uh, Ricardo, thoughts on that presence too? All right. Well, I'm going to bring it up now. You know, yeah, I sampled your voice. You're using it wrong. You made it a hotline. I made it a hot made song. A hot song. <laughs> yeah. I, I absolutely love this track. Um, it just it just flows so well. Um, I it didn't it didn't hit me because I I listened to this album before I listened to Ilmatic for the first time. Like I didn't. Oh, Ilmatic okay. is one of those albums that just blast my past my radar long for, mm. for years like it's utterly shocking right and then i was like oh shit that's where it come from i like oh that's where it come from and then we head and then you yeah, listen to the the, 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 the this over, track it's like, like oh wow, that's where that come from yeah. <laughs> right right and it's like okay okay um i you know really 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 love this um really love this song again it, it is not my favorite on the album but it is very close to top. Um, I'll probably say, probably, I'll say Brooklyn Spiners. Between this and Brooklyn Spiners, fluctuate between one and between two and three. And uh, the well, the next track is going to be my number one. But yeah, we'll get it. But yeah, okay, uh, okay. absolutely <laughs> track. Yeah. All right. Uh, before we get to that track, do uh, do away that yeah. presents too. Your paper for slow like a ferry, man. A silly girl. Jay Z was waving in and out of that beat so much. Yeah. Now how. Yeah. When you hear the sample, when you hear the sample and everything, he like, yo, this was tailor made. <laughs> this Agreed. was tailor made yeah. for Jay Z. And again, shout out to Ski Ski Real work on the salvage. The work is the work sleep is uh, Ski Real work like a slave dread at the band park. Because in them days, it they had no studio, nothing. Ski just had a shop with the big old SP. And let Jay-Z hear shit. Shout out to you, man. 
yeah, yeah. again, yeah. same thing that everybody said. Um, this is like one of the best hip hop tracks them ever, ever. And see all these rappers them now that want to be making Dead Press three and two and four and all these crap. Stop it. That Jay <laughs> shit. Let Jigaman do that alone. Exactly. There's, there's two dead presidents. I mean, we don't have more with other people. I mean, yeah. Right. So, track five, feeling it, featuring Mecca, right? Um, mm-hmm. Never heard of Mecca till this this song came out, right? And haven't heard of her afterwards, right? Yeah. Um, yeah. No, yeah uh, her, her hook is great as well. It sticks with you. Um, I'd love how it fits the jazzy lead back vibe, you know, we yeah. want to get from Ski with his instrumental here. Um, I love how relaxed G sounds and, you know, this kind of conversational type rapping he does here. And, you know, just basically him kind of, you know, he, he, he kind of only bragging shit a bit, but, you know, there's also like a moment, especially in the tooth verse, where it's like, you know what, like, um, just the, the, the fears of what, what you know that's a hustle lifestyle coming true and you know him talking about those nightmares man all that kind of stuff now and he, he talk about how he deals with it right you know he gets the zoning you know what I mean or when 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 you know life just seems like it's too much right um but for me i can just kind of see this like a tug on holiday song basically it's just like you know what it, it, the, the block too hot right now i just go in and go on some island with some hot chick and just just relax myself right so that's what it is right but for me every time i hear this song i just can't help but remember the music video like there's a scene in it where g deem dash and some other people uh, <laughs> on this um this boat and then have some fellas on, on yeah. jet skis come and like sort of shoot yeah. i'm like what yeah it's a it's such a it's such a music video because it's very it's very proto biggie like um hypnotized yeah, hypnotize. yeah. <laughs> Yeah, so you kind of feel like, alright, I, I just want a break, like, just give me a break, you know what I mean? So that's yeah. how I see the song here, feeling it, right? Yeah. Uh, so Ricardo, so this is your, this is your favorite song, right? Um, how's, well, why? Yeah, if, if y'all niggas didn't talk about large money, what's the point? That's the point. That, that's the point, that's <laughs> classic. I absolutely love this, this track, it is, it, it, you know what the track about it is, is that, it's the track that, you know, you just, for, for a little bit, uh, for a little, a little journey in a glass, you chill mm-hmm. out in a suit. <laughs> like that's it's a jazz club song. That's mm-hmm. what it is. It it totally works in that sense. Um, it it just everything about it. And then the, the video itself is just a, a total like dumb gangster movie. You know, mm-hmm. Scarface like kind right. of thing. Yeah. It's so silly. The acting is is so cha- is so cheesy and terrible. But everything about <laughs> it works. Everything about his track works. It it you know Jay Z just tells an excellent story. He builds it up. Um, again, Mecca Mecca and the hook is is truly fantastic. And it just it's just a truly like this. Just like, to me, I, I hate using these pretentious big words, quintessential Jay-Z song. Um, everything about it. Like, what is going to be weird? What is going to be bad? Uh, not bad, but like, just kind of annoyed. Is that, it's how all these people who's been criticizing Jay-Z about, oh, he's such, he's black capitalism, and he's black this, and he, all you about his money. And it's like, yeah, that is what you was always about oh, from the start. I know, all, right? From the jump. From the jump. This is the song here. This is, I'll always... Reference this song is like yeah that's a, if you if you like you know you take it or you 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 leave it you know as it is ah uh, yeah um truly a fantastic track for me um it, it just really really works um overall and yeah I I could always listen to it and, and enjoy the track all right do boy feeling it do you feel it do you still feel it yeah I still feel it this is like just the hook well mesmerizing just the vibe that you get off the line. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, just sit back and you rock back and you're like, chill. Yeah, yeah like the vibe, the RL chill vibe. Again, storytelling. 
Jade Daniel again, hustlers, hustler story. And again, ski, make it lean on the, the foundation for a great shack again with, with that beat. Um, the video, I never take any video wholly because I find it too cheesy. Yeah, real cheesy. <laughs> yeah, like, real I'll take it in thing, but like, when I first get the album, this was the song that Lucy gravitate to a lot because it it just have a vibe to it. For a for, like if you're a first time listener to the album, this is the song that could catch your ear. Because it it's so groovy. Mm-hmm. Yeah, say like that. It's so groovy and not as dark as the rest of the album. Yeah. Now how it, it just see one beaker uh, a light other than eight no nigga. They need one shimmer light that you get in the album. Yeah. Like, that just something real dark and soft. Yeah, yeah, you had a like switch it up, you know, ever um ever so often. And, you know, once again, just tracks track sequencing again, right? Yeah. Uh Mike Wise, feeling it. Do you still feel it? Yeah, I still feel it. Um, this song stands out because this kind of represents the the good life part of the hustler lifestyle. You know what I mean? And I think he definitely had to put a song like this on the album if he's going to tell the whole story of being a hustler. You know what I mean? Um, as Ricardo said, this is Johnny Walker in a glass music. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Just rock back, rock back in a suit. As for the video, yeah, I could tell they um. I can tell they, they blow the budget on Can't Knock the Hustle and Dead Presidents because it's a clear, clear decline in quality. Mikey really can't, can't blow the money on Dead President. Dead President was them in a warehouse shooting dice. Nah, <laughs> but I mean, like, like the whole like the direction behind it. <laughs> like you could see there was a step down. True, true, you know true. I mean? Especially with Can't Knock the Hustle too because that would, of course, a, a good bit of money. Yeah. <laughs> okay, and hype Williams and stuff. But um, yeah, now nah, overall the song smooth. Yeah, you know the, the the flow. He was just in in he was in his bag flow wise on this one, and, and lyrically, the hook was smooth and soothing. It's like yeah, I, I forget who said it. This is like jazz club music, jazz yeah, club yeah. rap. Yeah, basically. and just them pianos alone do that. Doom, yeah. Doom, doom, doom. yeah, yeah, love it, love it, love it. Big up, big up to Ski. Um, they used yeah. to. They used to pay ski up front with like brown paper bags and money and have him <laughs> wow. nervous to and have him nervous to go back on the train with the backpack full of drug money to go back where he lived in. Wow. Fun little story. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> that yeah. is that is interesting. Wow. <laughs> All right. So I know checking just, out this sample is um what? by Ahmed Jamal. Wait, real plenty I hear the sample on this album. Okay. So yeah. The name sounds familiar though. I should I should look up his stuff. So next off we have my boy, DJ Premier. Still one of my all-time favorites. I, I I actually have him as one of my top three favorite producers of all time, right? He comes in with Wait. the evils, right? Wait. Yeah, I'm, yeah. A, I'm a primo fan. I'm a primo fan. I, yeah. I, I love I love me my, my sample boom bap shit. I, I love it, right? There. So anyway. So <laughs> the evils, right? Um, he he picks two great samples, one from Snoop Dogg's "Murder Was a Case They Gave Me," and Prodigy's contribution to the "I Shut the Remix" from El Cool J. So he just scratches those in the hook uh, for the hook, right? And 
this is one of those songs that you know like you just had to really sit down and think like sorry like first time you hear this is like wow like all right this, this shit real dark though but when you really dive into it it's like wow like you really see just how personal this thing is like he's talking yeah. about just you know um just the evils of just pursuing personal wealth and power right um Back you know, he uh, the second verse alone is just so dark and dreary. Um, but it's one of my favorite verses on this album, bar none, right? Uh, what I would say though, I mean, I love the beat for this, I love how downbeat it is, and yeah, it just sounds kind of sad. Dude. I mean, I just love that, right? And how G just fits it with the with the lyrics and whatnot. Um, you know, just so much great lines, you know, I mean, um. Uh, if Jehovah Witness Betty never testified, like just such a great way to end that that song, right? Speaking yeah. of that, now um, this is one of those tracks that you know those GZ Illuminati people like to touch, like oh, he's talking about de- you know devil, 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 yeah. But it's like yeah. no, like listen to what he's saying, Jed. You know what I mean? Like he's putting you in the mind, uh, mind state of what it what it is that you know what I mean? Like like just trying to pursue, trying to get money now. So when you when you say I don't pray to God, I pray to God. He, oh my God! <gasps> like yeah. no, like try to understand what he's saying. But anyway, I don't spend too much time on the whole Illuminati bullshit though. But uh-huh. point is, the evils, great song. Um, I love the beat for this. It's not well, it's not one of my all time favorite primo beats though. But for what he brought to the vibe and the tone of the album though, totally totally works, right? So that's all I'll say. Uh, Mike Weiss, thoughts thoughts on the evils. Yeah, this is my favorite song on the album. Uh, all right, all right, all right. This this is one of the best songs of all time. This this is so. This song is so layered, and and like the metaphors on this are so crazy. Like, uh, kept feeding her money till the shit started the shit to make, make sense. sense. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. All when you say all the the, the, the line about Remy and higher learning. Yes, about drinking. Yeah, yeah, it's like dog, and I, I and it has some people as be like, oh Jay Z overrated, Jay Z not better than this one, all this kind of thing. And it's like dog, them people dog, I feel to to pelt those people with a Memphis Bleak CD or something. Like, that is <laughs> what right. they deserve. Like pelt them in the, in, the, in the face, aim for the nose because you can't be listening. You can't be listening to shit like this and be like. Jay-Z overrated or Jay-Z not lyrical. This song, from a, a pure, like, and I'll speak as a lyricist here, like, from a pure lyrical, metaphorical standpoint, it is one of the best ever. One of the best ever. And big up to Primo, again, also one of my favorite producers. Um, this is a beat that really sets the mood perfectly because Primo have, you know, better quote-unquote bangers than this. But this shit, like... It, it really helped set the mood for Jay to go to the place he went now, which is a very dark place too. Yeah. Very yeah. dark place. You know what I mean? This but this is this is like the the, the pinnacle of rap as a as a high level art form to me. This is one of those songs I, I would just put up there. Right. Huh? Yeah. Uh, Ricardo, thoughts on the evils. This again another instant classic. I do have a problem with somebody saying that it's one of G's best. It is is a is a track that's taken. it not my favorite track on the album, but it is up there as well. Eh? But um it's just yeah, again, primo beat right? it's just sticking with your 
sticking into it is like, yeah, God, you want him to save me? Yeah, it's like, oh, it's real hard. Um, yeah, it, it not, not as much. I don't like it as much as, as uh, feeling it, but it's still up there for me. Um, that is about it. Right, and Mike, sorry, not Mike. Uh, do thoughts on the evils? Yeah, this is when Nub started to get switch up on the album. It went shit started to go from eight to nine to ten. Because JC Salvini now start getting the bars. As Mike said, they one of the most lyrical tracks them ever. When you started here, like as as you were quoting that gutty gutty line, you as a person that come like if you know you know, if you know you know, you're like, yo, that's some deep shit. <laughs> mm-hmm. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That's some deep shit. So like I personally, I would like to know what was on Jay Z mind when he was penning. Well, I don't know if I don't think he was penning at this time stage, or if he was penning, but but I like to know what was he he mind frame with penning this track because this shit was dark and on point and lyrical, and this is like one of the top three Jay Z tracks on this album. All right, nice, yeah. nice, nice, right. So next off, we have 22 twos, way And, mm-hmm. like, I wouldn't lie to you. The first time I heard this, I went nuts. I was like, what? This is what we're doing here? <laughs> yeah. Um, basically what it is, right? Because this literally was uh, a freestyle that he used to do. Like, when he used to open his shows, he used to do this, right? Um, he used to start off with the, can I kick it? You know what I mean? From the Tribe Called Quest song and then go into right. the 22s thing, right? But it's like, you know, like, you hear it's like, all right, two, 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 okay, 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 that, that song, all right, right. But it's like, when you actually, like, read the lyrics, it's like, oh, shit, this man say two, 22 times. You're like, oh, fuck, yeah. wow, dread. I love um, Ski, once again, coming true. This grimy instrumental, though, you know what I mean? I love how, you know, it, it sounds like, it sounds kind of shady, like, real dark, like, in you know, by some dark alleyway kind of music. That That's how it mm-hmm. fits, right? Um, but you know, he just shows off on this on this track by just just blazing through with all this wordplay, right? What I love though is is the underlying fact, you know what I mean? So this is where you know you have the Mary Dave, um, Mary Davis, right? Real life person who comes in, right? Who opens and closes his song, right? Right. So yeah. I love the idea that you know, yeah, when he on stage, he could see and do what he want, right? But off stage, look. I am a businessman, you know, I know how to handle myself, like, so that's why I love the outro, though, with this guy who's, like, smoking weed in the stage, and, like, when Mary calls him, I was like, yo, shut the fuck up, it's like, who are you talking about, shut the F yeah, up, right, yeah. and you get me, because, like, oh, you know what I mean, so it's, like, a great moment, that, like, you know what I mean, like, yeah, I know how to compose myself, you know, when I'm on stage, I do my thing, but outside, I can, I can handle myself, you know, so it's, it's kind of like telling, you know, these, these thugs who want to come into the rap industry, like, yo, watch yourself, you know, watch how you move, you know what I mean, so I love, 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 love this song, right? So, um, uh, do boy, thoughts on twenty two twos? Um, when I first got the album, this this um put me in a tailspin because I was like, yo, this is some different shit. <laughs> this one, as I say, like I sit down, I counted like twenty two twos, yeah, and like, uh, and we are flipping it. Because he's not, he not just using number two, it's just all three versions of the tools. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. So, like, 
you're like, whoa, what the, Jay-Z, what, what the feeding you, dog? <laughs> like, was your mind, again, they why I tell people, people first album does, does determine how you does, we, how you, how I will view, view you as a, a artist. Because you'll put yourself on it. And so far, we don't see how how Jay-Z raw without the industry touching them or anything is. Jay-Z was and still is a freaking lyrical assassin. <laughs> like that. Yeah, yeah. He is a lyrical assassin. He will eat you. If you slip, like it, it have people that will say, "Hey, yo, Drake could smoke Jay Z dog. Drake could smoke Jay Z shoes. <laughs> he, he cannot smoke Jay Z Jay Z in no bar. Oh, oh. Yeah. Yeah. But then think he cannot smoke that guy. So like, this is way Jay now smoking one of the albums. So. I yeah. know, right? I was about to say. That. <laughs> so <laughs> Jay smoke that pack. Yeah. Yeah. Like, yeah. It, men had a, as I say, this is where you realize, like, yo, Jay Z is going to be a problem out here. Yeah, like, for real, for because real. Because th- this is a freestyle. And what should you do with a freestyle? Yeah. <laughs> I said, this is a freestyle. What should you do with a freestyle? Yeah. I'll end it there. All right. Uh, Mike 22s. Yeah, um, this was crazy. I felt like because the album was so autobiographical, it's like he wasn't just hustling, he was rapping too. So he had to have a song there where it takes him back to that place of being a hustler but still going and doing a show and ripping the crowd. If you understand what I'm saying. So that's to me, that's what I took from that track just being on this album, you know. Um, yeah, crazy wordplay, crazy beat. I love that same kind of sinister sound and sample. It is sound like a, like a 1950s crime film. Yes, kinda, yes, yes. Yeah. It's kind of shady and kind of seedy, mm. you know. Um, yeah, this was dope as well. This is just Jay-Z, you know. With, with the lyrical acrobatics, as he's known to do. You know what I mean? So, yeah, dope song. All right. Uh, Ricardo, 22s. Yeah. Uh, you know, again, this is one of those, you can't, why does he would judge Jeez? He has some kind of not a good lyricist or something like that. No, this is clear evidence that he's an amazing singer. Uh, and, yeah, this is... Probably I was truly amazed by this one. It's like, like you really, you really do it this way. Well, well, you know, I had a do boy point. It's like because at first while you think it is just a dumb gimmick song, now then we just had to think about it. It's like no, it's real hard. It flew it real hard. It's like everything just pull it together. Like it, there, there's another track that kind of at face value feels gimmicky, and then when you think about it, it's actually pretty, pretty well done. Um, I, I, I was kind of compared to um, what do you call it? Uh, um, Nas's rewind. It have that. Oh, there's a thing about it. There's a, a whole premise to it, yeah. and then you have to build from it, and it builds, but it's it's lyrically still really strong on its own. That's always think about it. That's the the kind of comparison I make to it. Ah, uh, yeah, amazing track. It it really sticks with me, and it, again, this is again on heavy rotation. Yeah, 
Uh, for me, what was also a heavy rotation was Can I Live, right? So um, just that sample, Isaac Hayes, You Look a Love. Love Ooh. that song. I love how they use it in this song. Holy shit. Um, and then, like, afterwards, though, when I, I saw Dead Presidents, the movie from 95 for the first time, not related to the movie, to this album, of course, right? Yeah. And then the song plays, You Look a Love. I was like, what? That's where they get the idea from. Like, I love that, right? Um, but it's, it's how funny it all is, right? So, movie come out in 95, right? Lawrence Tate starring it, right? Yeah. Year later, Irv Gotti, who called himself DJ Irv at the time, decide to sample the song and make the beat for this for Kyle Live, right? 2003, Ashanti sampled the look of love now for she saw Rain on me and yeah. got Lawrence T to be in the music video. So I just love how how everything yeah. just comes full circle. Full right? circle. <laughs> yeah. 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 But but Can I Live is fantastic though. You really feel the stress that builds up in, in G and you know just in the hustle lifestyle though. I love how he just kind of zeroes in on his paranoia. Um, you know what I mean? How he is literally like at the end of the, the, the song say have to keep one eye open like CBS. Love that. Great way to end that track though. And in a way, you know, it's it's, it's him kind of saying, you know, it's it's a stressful lifestyle, but you know, I I I, I know how to deal with it too. Though. I mean, I can roll with the punches as well. So he's not always kind of depressed. He's not always kind of you know paranoid, but at the same time, it's like he he know how real this shit is, right? So yeah, he just kind of gives you that too, you know. So I just kind of love that through it all, though. You know, it's just like yo, like. I just want to make some money, Jet. So, can I live? Like, come on, like, what going on, right? But on that though, I love that song. Just that beat in particular, I absolutely love. And just knowing that is you've got to make this, it's like, wow, I, I should really give this one. <laughs> I really should have given him more respect when he was, you know, Murder Inc. front and center back okay. in the 2000s, right? But yeah, absolutely love Can I Live. Uh, Ricardo, any thoughts on. Oh, before I forget, um, there's a bonus track on this too, Can I Live 2. Um, right. Which is decent. I'm not in love with it though. The beat has a more kind of gangstery vibe to it though. Uh, but I really prefer the, the, the first one. Just how smooth and just laid back and how dark really that, that beat was. Uh, Ricardo, quick thoughts on Can I Live? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, referencing, you know, Dead Presidents, a great referencing, you know, it's, it's a cl- classic, classic beat. To, you know when you hear it, you know it, and it's like, oh, this this is where this come from, as you say. Um, yeah, um, it's a track that, that sticks with me really well, as they say. Um, it's Ugotti was the producer on this album for it, right? Yeah, right. And it he he, he did he use it for just a remind just a remind um did he use it on on um what do you call it on a shanty song as well? Orion and me um. I was it was it like because of that and he only masters or, or it, no he don't it? only masters die Isaac Haynes no, 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 I know I know the, no I know the I know the sample I know did, that, but yeah what he did was that... eager already have the sample clear for him to use it now so you okay, might just okay. you re- just yeah. recycle it so, okay okay use it right okay, yeah. I, I don't know I didn't make that connection at all until you, you mentioned it now okay oh uh, okay so yeah yeah double dies um yeah it's 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 a great track. Um, true, true classic, and is is really you know. No, I don't, I don't, it don't, it don't, it not on heavy rotation, admittedly, but it's like it's still a great track, and I remember it. Yeah. All right. Uh, Mike Wise, can I live? Oh yeah, this is um, this I would have to put this as like my third favorite song on the album. Um, classic sample, 
when I learned after the fact that Irv Gotti did this, I was shocked because I know Irv Gotti to be every little thing that we do. Like, I know he to do them kind of thing. Now. So when I find out he do this, I was like, what? But yeah, um, fun fact, Jay-Z actually wrote with a pen and a paper for this song. Um, okay, okay. I think he was pressed for time, so he's like, all right, let me just actually write this down. Mm. So, which is impressive. Um, yeah, two great verses. This is one of the best. This could probably be a top ten Jay Z song. I think I never made a list, but it's, a, it's definitely a contender. So, yeah, classic song. Yeah, uh, do boy, can I live? Yeah, this is like my second favorite track on this album, and this could be like in my top five Jay Z songs at all time. Because the sample, the beat, everything flows in like it just mesh. And then what Jay-Z talking about, you, you can actually feel it in any in, in voice now. Like, trap my body, can't trap, trap my body, can't trap my man. Easily yeah, explain cl- how classic, I got the classic jam. Classic Yeah. yeah. I rather live enormous than that dormant. I don't be on it. Yeah, like yo, you just being like daddy hustler mind frame, dog. Yeah, yeah. You want to have a big name, you can't be out here just a nobody. So like when you when you start like listening to it and as you see the paranoia that come in the second verse, like it is Cheesy storytelling was there, it was on point. Now, all I could say with that, one of all my right. favorite tracks, yeah, yeah, yeah. hands on, hands on, hands on. So, next off, we get a little light hearted, somewhat with the track Eat No Nigger, right? And funny thing with this, right, is this was Foxy Brown when she was 16 wow. on this track, like first time she ever rapped at um, rap on, on Waxer. And you wouldn't even know that thread, you know what I mean, if you had heard the song for the first time. Because um, personally, I wasn't like all that big on Foxy Brown. I mean, she was fine as hell back in the days and all that kind of stuff. But yeah. like, I never really like gravity to like her music per se, right? But now, Foxy Abbas, this... Yeah, she Abbas. I know she but you know. But this was where I was like, oh, wow, okay. Okay, this is how she could do it though. Because, yeah, like I say, she was 16. She was, like, new to this. And it was just literally, like, her in the studio hearing Jay-Z just spitting all these braggadocious bars, talking about how he could just be with this chick and, like, knock she up. And then, like, after eight seconds, you know what I mean? <laughs> when I shoot, you know, meet it at, like, eight seconds and then just throw she out. And it was just like, oh, okay, that's where you're coming from? All right, cool. I got to come and hit you. Uh, that's that's what it is, right? Um, speaking of Jazzo, or as he calls her, Big Jazz, right? Um, I believe he was the one who was singing on the hook as well, now, you know what I mean? Because you, you just swear it was just like some random dude and, you know, some mm. random girl who was singing the hook. Like, you kind of learn this, though, is actually he was, no one can fuck you better. I'm like, all right, okay. Okay, okay. Right? Yeah. Um, hey, that had a work, man. Yeah. That had a work. I, Actually, you know, free like, time in that studio, doggy. <laughs> exactly, and he actually produced the beat as well too. Now I know, like you know, maybe um you and uh well maybe Mike Wise and Doka kind of you know answers for me though, but I know some people might feel like the beat is just too bare bones, not too straightforward. You know, it's just this loop, this brown, 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 right? But 
I don't know. It's something about it. It, it, works, it works. It still works. It, works, it, it works. still works. You know what I mean? Um, because it yeah. just that, and then the layer some drums over it. Exactly. So, yeah. Yeah. It works. Yeah. So some people might find the beat to be kind of skeletal, but I don't mind it because it's just bouncy, right? And just the song itself is just so bouncy and, and upbeat as well, and it just holds your attention, though. Um, Jay is just like just braggadocious throughout this entire song, though, but. It's Foxy brother, how she just comes through like, yeah, he's 16, but I could still fuck you up. And I just love how, bra- how, how, just how, how she just kind of like push herself up there. You know what I mean? Just like, just do her thing on that track though. So yeah, if it's one thing I could take away from that song though, is just Foxy Brown just coming and just doing her thing, Dread. So that's my thoughts. Uh, Mike thoughts on this track here? Um, as a standalone song, I like it. It's a nice, it's a fun song. You know, Jay, Jay going hard. And then Foxy, I remember she was like, she was here and how Jay was going and she was like, oh, no, nah, I had to fuck you up right now. Like, she it just kind of motivated her. Um, yeah. Fun fact though, Jazz will produce the beat, but he actually, he didn't loop anything. He was actually playing that straight through. Okay. Oh, okay. But like, okay. Host, like there's there's start no looping or nothing going on. I think it's because of some technical difficulty with the machine they were using. Right. But that's just a little fun fact. Um that's dope, that's I find dope. yeah, I find this song doesn't really fit too well in the context of the album. Like the song is good, it's just yeah. like it just kinda randomly stuck in there and it's like okay. You know. Yeah. Oh, I forgot to mention too. It was a single as well. Like I saw right. the yeah. this on, on right. Rhapsody. So the, right. So that, that's why I think it was on a I, song. Track and all. Um, it, it was. It had to be. It was on. Yeah, Doctor Doolittle. Doctor Doolittle. Right. That's, I was trying to remember. No, right. no, 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 no. It was. It no, was not the professor. professor. Not yeah, yeah, right. That was trying to remember yeah. because that that, 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 that two soundtracks. Say, sorry, both soundtracks put that professor wanted to had some hits though. Had some slaps though. Right. Yeah. Yeah, so like as a standalone song is good. In the context of the album, I skip it just because it don't fit with the rest of the themes. But if somebody just play it just so, like yeah, it's, it's a jam. It's a jam. So yeah. I ain't too mad at it. Right. Uh Ricardo, thoughts on, on this track here. Right. So this is I was now now to bring up the fact that, oh yeah, this was supposed to be on a some soundtrack from before and yeah you guys mentioned it not the professor so yeah that's the only song i knew going in i was like oh this was this is where this album this song was from kai i thought it came later no like okay um yeah yeah this is a is a hit is a bop but as as mike wise mentioned it, it don't really fit with the rest of the album but i still enjoy it for what it is um and yeah i haven't um you know heard about foxy bong since that song she had with um oh god this, this dance all artist i forget maybe sham dude yeah. that was yeah. what 2001 or two yeah it was absolutely yeah <laughs> I, I i it's a hot minute i didn't think about children so yeah it's, oh i'm reminded foxy mom was a person yeah who yeah. knows she might show up in her versus who knows yeah who she knows? wants to do happen? one with kim yeah because i take out yeah. <laughs> yeah whatever yeah uh do boy thoughts yeah. on this this track uh First thing, shout out Chini Woman. Like, we're doing it since the 90s. Yeah, 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 yeah. <laughs> yeah, and Foxy, Nikki, Kali. Yeah, we're in there. <laughs> um, this, this song is about, right? It, um, as did you say, you need the radio track. And this was the radio track. 
You can't be hustle and shoot them up all the time. Bitches need to buy album too. Yeah. So he had to put he had to put something to feel good. And this was it. Um didn't know that how Jazzo had technical difficulties in the studio and had to be played over that loop over and over. I'd get mad and ride out. But again, it worked out for him. If the track age well, I'll say it age well. Because if if Jay-Z burst out now, you can see people from all age brackets from 20s to 40s singing that. So it has aged well. Uh, I could agree with Oyan say that how it's a skippable track because I just skip it when I listen to the album. I don't need to be hearing that. I don't gangster shit. I don't need to be hearing about fucking bitches and I don't hear gangster shit. Mm-hmm. <laughs> yeah. yeah, so I could dig that. But it have its place, it, it had to be on the album. Yeah, yeah. So next track, Friend of Fool. Like I love the evils, eh? but there was something about Friend of Fool boy. Is those blaring trombos that da, 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 da. and how it play over the drum beat though. And it just sounds so gangster where like like I talk about like like you're watching some prohibition era gangster flick though. And just cheesy on this dude, just this one was talking to these guys like, yo, you you, you come in and sell it, sell it work here, Adrian. Well, I come to tell you, no, you can't do that shit to them. I love how it all starts with the intro, like what, you know, Jay-Z, like, fuck this nigga, like, you, you can't do that. And he just coming in like, yo, like, try to be calm. <laughs> like, but I love how you also see, you know what I mean, like, my, you know what I mean, like, don't, don't do that. You're making me nervous. And I have my friends here, you know, they, 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 these dudes are murderers, right? So try to tell you, you know what I mean, just give me those keys, right? You know what I mean? So let me not, let me not let this escalate to a bloodbath, right? So I just love the vibe of this song and I love the beat for this as well, too. So short, sweet, love this track. Uh, Ricardo, thoughts on Friend of Hope? Yeah, there's a track I just remember the release uh, on this album. Um, I, I forget that. Oh, this was a thing uh, on the yeah. album, but yeah, but yeah, no, it it is it is a, a great beat on its own. Um, it really works. Um, I think because the track after it is the one I remember a lot. Um, but it, this is this yeah, I just don't remember it as much as the others. But yeah, it's a, it's a solid beat. And yeah, it's the other the other is who who DJ Premier on this one, right? It's, uh, yeah, yeah. yeah. Yeah, right. I, I, I can't remember it for what it was. Um, but yeah, that's that is how I see, feel about it. All right. Uh, Doughboy, thoughts on Friend of Four? Every gangster movie had to have a stick-up. Yes. <laughs> and this was the stick-up at time. Was it placed well? Yes, it was. Rhyming track right after the, the club track. Um... Production. Oh, 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 I see what you mean. Like once you come out the club, right, right. Yeah, yeah. Place well, it plays well. Um, premiere, premiere could premiere does work. Right. So I I don't have to talk about the beat. Premiere does work, but it again placement and everything flowing cohesively so far with the album. Right after the bop, you get stick up. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, Mike Wise, thoughts on Friend of Foe? 
Oh yeah, this this song, the album or a whole is like a movie. This song itself is like definitely this song definitely gives the album on a whole this sort of movie like quality. Because every time I hear the song, I actually see what's taking place. You know? Which is that's a hallmark of great, great storytelling. So Agreed. um yeah. I love the conversational style he had with his flow. So he had, he had little random pauses and speed-ups, you know, to sort of mirror how somebody would talk. Um, the beat is amazing. It's great. Um, look out for, there's a song, Sky Zoo did a song on the same beat, which is like a rebuttal to, it's like the third piece of the Friend or Foe trilogy. So oh, you all could check okay, out, okay. Yeah, yeah, you all could check out Sky Zoo, Friend or Foe 3. Um, nice. I'll yeah, this up. shit. Yeah, this shit is great. Don't ever, 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 ever come around here no more. Yeah, Classic. and of course, that's a Classic. reference to Friday, yeah. right? You know, Chris Tucker, yeah. right? I love that. Yeah, 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 yeah. Yeah. Since these are like two clockhead tracks, right? Um, produced beats. Sorry, I'll just kind of just run them through quickly. That'll be coming of age and Cashmere Thoughts, right? So coming of age. Yes, a true highlight of this album here. I love the cold, kind of plodded pianos. I love the slow drum beat for this little fluttering keyboards that's coming in the intro and chorus, though. Um, and, you know, it's just literally this coming-of-age story, right, where Jay runs into this up-and-coming hustler, played by Memphis Bleak, and, yeah, takes him on this wing. I love the concept of it. I love the back yeah. and forth conversation that they have mm. in the verse. You know, I like your style. No, yeah, I love your style. You know, and, you know, let's run around for a while. Here's a towel. A G, I ran with you for free. Like, I love yeah. that back and forth. Yeah. Like, just excellent. It's so funny, though, that on Volume 2, Hard Knock Life, you have the sequel. And Memphis just like, yo, like, I don't need your help, you know, Jen. I, I run in the streets. And Jay comes like, dude, like, what are you doing? I'm telling you. Lay your shit bubble quietly. We do it. We do it. So mm-hmm. I just love and I love how tense it all feels. Like, dude, like, do this leave alone. Let's never do a shit. I love I'm that. To the beat and all all was yeah. yeah. But this one in particular though was fantastic. I love this track, right? And just keep with Clarkin one more time. We have Cashmere Torts, right? For me personally, this is the weakest track of the album. Um simply because I don't know, it's just the I am offended. Look, 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 this I want to see. Like Okay, so, like, alright, he's doing the whole pimp thing, and it works because, you know, it's, it's Jay-Z doing the whole pimp thing, and it sounds good, especially the first verse, but I feel like on the second verse, it just kind of stops halfway, and I kind of guess that's the point of it, you know? Right. Like, it's just like, I just rap it, rap it, rap it, and then I just done, like, alright, I done, haha, and that's it, right? But I do love the black exploitation like, beat for this, too, that... Wow, 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 please do. I love that. So yeah. it kind of puts you in that whole, you know, the Mac kind of vibe, Superfly yeah, yeah, yeah. kind of vibe, you know what I mean? But still, it just kind of feels a little distant from the hustler mindset. It's just, I'm a pimp now, I'm a player now, okay, you know what I mean? So that that's just my thoughts, right? Uh, Ricardo, thoughts on Coming of Age and Cashmere thoughts? Yeah, absolutely love Coming of Age. Great track. Uh, this is the track I really remember. It's like, yeah, Jay-Z and, and Memphis is just bounce off each other so well in this. Um, really, really, really great. Uh, Catch Me Thoughts, another track that I kind of forget also this album. Like, I can't believe I forget it. Um, this one I don't think about all that much, but yeah, it's, it's still, I still like vaguely remember it. It's pretty good for what it was. Actually, I probably should have listened to the album, the album or re-listened before coming to here. So anyway, but still good. All right. Uh, no Boy, Coming yeah. of Age and Catch Me Thoughts. All right, Coming of Age was 
is a dope song. Um, Memphis because sixteen when he did that. Um, oh wow! Okay, okay, yeah, another sixteen-year-old was in this. All right, yeah, yeah. Because sixteen when he did his verse and in the drink champs, he thought like, yo, I on this album, I had to do shit again and Jay Z school him and say what, get shit together and leave him alone for like a year. You know, still you know nothing. And now how he ended up getting, getting back into the mind frame. He thought he did not make it because of this track. Now heavy the track was in the hood now. So he thought he was hood famous. More or less, I digress. Um, the track is a good, again, good storytelling. About a OG and he young G come High in the conversation about a, about a come upon a lick. Good, again, good storytelling. Cashmere thoughts. If, again, another guilty pleasure of mine that I just tell people I love black, uh, those old black pimp movies. I can mm. watch those shit whole day. That's the markers are classic, you like, I mean, yeah. Yeah, yeah I can watch Goldie, um... That's Willie Dynamite, though. Willie, the yeah, Willie Dynamite, yeah. <laughs> yeah, that Gordon, Gordon was a pimp. Yeah, Gordon was yeah. a pimp. Gordon Look was. it up, Gordon was yeah. a pimp. <laughs> so, like, those movies are, like, core to me. I love them shit. And... This track puts me in that mood, like, yeah. I'll be wearing some salmon or lilac suit. Driven to, to this. They they mean on my pimp shit. So, like, I can understand why or you don't like it, but somebody that have a funness to that type of movie and vibe and stuff, I love it. Right, right. Uh, Mike Wise, Coming of Age, and Cashmere Thoughts. Uh, yeah, Coming of Age, dope song. This kind of gives some insight into how good Jay was as a mentor because yeah. he was basically teaching Memphis Bleak how to rap on this song. You know what I mean? And for them to really get together and make something so conceptual, it was a dope story. And especially how they did the back and forth on the third verse. I mean, yeah. Incredible. One of the standout cuts on the album. <coughs> um, Cashmere Thoughts. Cashmere Thoughts is a dope song. Um, lots of witty lines and stuff there. Although I would say, if you take Cashmere Thoughts off the album, you wouldn't miss it as much as some other songs. That's that's kind of where I will go with it. You know? Right, but, right, right. Yeah. yeah. But it's still, a, it's still a dope song, though. It's just that it has so much other higher highs on the album, like Cashmere Thoughts would kind of get forgotten mm. by some people. Yeah. yeah. And now, my favorite song on the album, Bring It On, by, And the yeah. placement for this couldn't have been much better, though. You're sick at the last track, Jed. So where do I begin, by? <laughs> Everything about this song, I love. I love the beat oh. for this from DJ Premier. That that this is just a earworm though when them drums come come in, you just kind of like screw your face and you just nod your head to the beat because it's so hard. Um 
source monies in true like uh, sorry opening lines for this though is just amazing i love it uh i love this line when he says said we was garbage so fuck college street knowledge amazing the scholars when we coin freezes for dollars bruh come on right um even sauce sauce real hard man real people are on sauce <laughs> Like people are we talking about this word though? Even big jazz or, or big jazz coming and end the song great though. You know that I love what he does here, right? Um, but Jay comes in his second verse is phenomenal in my opinion. I love how he makes a reference to Scarface where he turns every time you know um <laughs> where this Tony shoot out uh, kills Man- uh, Manolo basically Manolo whatever his name is. I love that. Um, just so much great lines in this though. But the secret sources though. Is the hook that yeah, that yeah, sample yeah. would fat you that bring it on if you think you could hang and if not then let me do my thing as well years later i learned oh it's from a song called one two pass it i was like oh okay that's where it's from all right right but back then i thought that hook was the shit. i love that song so yeah for me not much more i could say oh i should say one last thing though what really makes it worth though is how hungry they all sound on this though like especially yeah. G, like on the second verse where you talk about, I am, um, what it is where you say, um, 2.0, uh, something like two, 240 grams. I don't expect you to understand this money. I know I, I flubber the lines, but whatever it is, but something like that, though, like it just sound like they were just on this cipher. It's just like, all right, I just gonna top you, I just gonna top you with these really grimy ass verses, so mm-hmm. these bars and whatnot. So, yeah, not much more I could say. Bring it on, love this song, best song on the album. One of my all-time favorite Jeezy saw that. She put this as one of my top 10, in my opinion. Uh, Mike, agree or disagree? This is a classic song. Um, classic posse cut with source money and jazz. So you could tell that that three of them were competitive with each other for a long time before recording this song. So doing this type of song wouldn't have been anything new to them. Like This, is, this would have just been like a regular cypher. Except that it, right. except that right. they're doing it over a primo beat and they're recording it, but um, yo, crazy verses from all three of them. I just kind of go back and forth with how I'm gonna like place them in, in terms of the order one, two, three. Um, I actually stopped trying to do that a while now because um, no, they, 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 it's they impossible all kill it. to do. They all kill it. Just, yeah. just embrace your greatness. Yeah, and I love the the reason I love the beat is that it's so. It's so subtle and it's yeah. not a lot going on. It's kind of like the perfect canvas for the three MCs to shine and stand out. You know what I mean? So yeah, this is a is it an underrated song? Because to yeah. me, like I I just I just give it its props, but I don't feel no, like people like, just talk about it too much. I think it's because it was not single. That's why. Yeah. Yeah, but it's a, it's other songs on this album that was not a single that people just talk about. Eve, like Eve, Can Eve, I Live and The Evils and. Like people are still talking about that, but I feel like people just kind of forget about Bring It On, which is a shame because this shit is classic, classic as yeah. well. Before we get to, to do what, right? And I forgot to mention as you bring up Sky Zoo. Sky Zoo actually has a great, um, well, basically sort of remade uh, Reasonable Doubt, more like a tribute to, to Jay Z and that album, right? And he yeah, did that was over a great Bring project. It On with him and Tori, and that song was the best song on the album. And how they reworked the beat though, um, uh, they got to redo it. I think it's um, this guy, Antoine Wonder, I think his name is the producer. 
he yeah. kind of makes it sound more orchestral in a sense, especially with his strings. Though that yeah. was just that was lovely. Like I love that. Yeah, song. it was a great, great project. Great project. Yeah, yeah great project. One of my favorite Skyzoo projects, hands down. Uh, yeah, boy, yeah. bring yeah. it on. No, I really like bring it on. Um, apparently, all Jay Z album Pussy Cuts will be strong, but this was the first of many and. We how all of them attacked the beat was super ridiculous. Um, as as I put it across, the beat was super simple, just strings and drums. Um, they they import the um primo get the sample and and yeah, right. And well, Fatjo say need piece. I wonder if he get a coin for that. Um, he should. He should. should. He, he helped yeah, make some work. By the way, by the way, it's funny that every rapper sampled on this album, except for Snoop, end up having some kind of issue with Jay Z. Yeah. <clears throat> Nas prodigy Fadjo. It's true. 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 Yeah, easy. I think was also to be on it as well. Yeah. Yeah. Right. But them. Again, three of them went at it, and I can tell be happy, happier for for that because um it was basically uh who get who who could say the best sick shit in the cipher, and all of them had it. Um, I would try to to please men and say who who get who and who who pack get smoke. All of them did work. How I feel about that. Right, right, right. Yeah. So Ricardo, break it on. Yeah. Uh, the yeah is is as it says like a cipher track. It it just comes together so well. Um, I forgot the history of this, but Jazz and Jay Z was they were what exactly at what point? Um, um that, at this Jazzo, point in time. Oh yeah, go ahead. Jazzo was Jay Z mentor. Um, mentor, yeah. Right, and right. at this time, Jay Z, well, Jay Z, Damon Big was Bill and Rockefeller. And Jazzo, Jazzo thought that how he would have been signed to Rockefeller. It was, that was the plan. So, so it says, but at the time, Memphis Bleak was the first person signed, then Sourceman. Right, okay. So Jazzo wasn't signed, and I don't think they ever signed Jazzo. Okay. Wow. So that way the problem came in. Right. Okay. So, okay. Anyway, but at the time, this was, um, this yeah, it's a, it's a classic classic track. It's it great. It, it flows. Everything works for, it, for what it is. Um, yeah, I can't be mad at this. This is, like, truly excellent um, as it is. So, yeah. Yeah. Uh, Strong track, lovely for me. Uh, Cabby Madness. Right. And to close things off now, regrets. In order mm-hmm. to survive, got to learn how to live with regrets, right? Um, this message is so simple, but just so easy to ignore in our day-to-day way. Um, 
the instrumental is soothing. It's downbeats again with these downbeat instrumentals. Uh, Peter Panic was the one who produced this, um, but I think this is like one of the best beats on this album, bar none, and is a strong way to end the album off. Um, as I said earlier, this features one of Tal Quali's favorite uh, verses. This would be the, the the final verse that G spits, uh, where he's like talking to an old friend who, well, basically a friend who who passed away, basically, right? Uh, but I just love the the idea of it, where it's just like, yeah, I mean, I do in this hustle and stuff, but ever so often I will make a mistake, and these things will cost me, right? So, you know. Yeah, yeah, you kind of had to live with that, and I mean that's just a we could. I mean we we're not hustlers, but we could all really to having to deal with something or doing something, and then you had to like kind of live with the consequences. You know what I mean? But at the end of the day, it's just a matter of how you learn from it and move on, right? So I love how Toro um, Jay Z is in this, how heartfelt he sounds in this, and I mean, and. Yeah, I mean, this is like one of his most serious and just heartfelt songs. And for me, one of his all-time greatest, in my opinion. So, great way to end the album off. Uh, agree or disagree, though, boy? This is my favorite song on the album. Yeah, nice. Yeah, because um, plenty times after hearing this album, when shit happens in, in my life, I just always say the chorus. In order to survive, gotta learn to live with regrets. <laughs> And only so much you could actually find a song that you could say something to relate in life. So again, that that like one of the biggest reasons that how I love the song. And again, Jay Z storytelling in in the song itself. When I first see it, it like real. Almost bring up what a tear to my because the man loves the song like real. Dumb, <laughs> like yeah, he yeah. Does, he does. This, this shit, this shit could break break a man, <laughs> and like as I say, this is my favorite track on the album because it it transcends everything. It you could fit the scene, fit the song into anything. So best as you say, best way to end the album. Agreed. Agreed. Alright, uh, Mikewise, thoughts on Regrets? Yeah, Regrets, incredible. Um, one of the best songs on the album for me. Um, very, it's sad and dark at the same time, especially with that, that last verse, that last line, you know. Um, perfect beat. Well, this is perfect placement, right? Uh, yeah. It's the perfect beat to end of the album, especially in terms of what he's talking about. I don't think I ever heard anything else from Peter Panic. I know he ain't that name too. I didn't even know he did that. Yeah. That dope that dope name though. <clears throat> Peter Panic. Yeah, 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 yeah. What do you really think about it? Yeah. But yeah, and um nah I love everything about this is, you know, incredible chorus, incredible verses. This is contender for top ten Jay Z songs I think all time. Not just one of the best on the album, but like all time. Yeah. I agree. Classic. I agree. Yeah. 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 And uh, Ricardo, <clears throat> regrets. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Great, great, great way to wrap up the album. It, uh, that that really somber, rainy, you know, it's a rainy day song, right? Um, yeah, you just sit back, you chill out, and yeah, it is very depressing when you listen to the lyrics. I didn't never thought about it at the time, but when I was thinking about it later, it's like, oh yeah, I forget how kind of dumb and dark this unfortunate song is. It's like, yep, it's, that's what it is. 
Um, yeah, it is as his album placement, perfect, perfect track to end it off with. Uh, and I, I, I really dug it for what it was. So yeah, right. So all right. So moving now from Reasonable Doubt to the Blueprint, right? So kicking things off with the Rulers Black. Um, here, you know, GSP tribute to the Slick Rick song of the same name uh, from the excellent album Great Adventures of Slick Rick. Must be, in my opinion. Um, yeah. I love how he starts each of his two verses with two bars and more from the same song. Um, I love the black exploitation vibe of the song. It's produced by Bink uh, with these wah wah guitars and strings in the background. Um, those horns that show up in the hook, though, add a royal, you know, grandiose feel to the song, though. So, in a way, it's kind of like his take on like what um, the original song was, right? Um, I just love the idea, like, you know, this is like the king of New York. I'm returned to take over the rap game. And I just love that, you know, just as an opening track, though, you know, he's he, he just proven again, like he, he even missed a step. Like he just kind of come back, you know what I mean? Like just doing his thing as if nothing happened. So great, fantastic way to open this this album off. Uh, Ricardo, I know this is one of your favorites. So yeah, thoughts on Rulers Back. Right. So quick um, Ricardo Medina trivia. I My namesake is Slick Rick. That's the best guy I got my name from because of that. <laughs> right. Uh, uh, I, had a, okay. I had a little, I had a little toy as a kid called Doggy Fresh. Yes, so, so yeah. uh, right. <laughs> right. <laughs> okay, 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 okay. I see where you anyway, get it. Yeah. So no, um, love this, love this track. I mean, great, great opening to to the to the to the album. Um, just great lyrics. It just you know trumpets. You know, can't go wrong with that. Um, just really, really good start to the album as I well would. I mean, and, and again, heavy rotation for me. True heavy rotation. Great, great opening to the album. Right. Uh, Mike-wise, Rulers Back. Yeah, this is perfect intro music. Um, this is Jay-Z just, like, laying down the gauntlet, just making a statement of, of who he is and where he is and where he stands in the game. Um, I felt like after this, everybody had to have an intro with horns in it. So that's yeah, to mm-hmm. yeah. that tell you how yeah, trend-setting <laughs> this shit was now. Um, lyrically <laughs> top, lyrically top of his game, would play galore. Just there's just Jay Z at the peak of his powers, just like coasting on everybody. You know what I mean? So yeah, yeah. <laughs> that's cool. exactly what he's doing. Incredible way to start the album. Agreed. Uh, Doughboy, rulers back. Yeah. Um, after the last track on the Dynasty album, Jay Z hit a strike. When Jay-Z hit the studio to record this album, he was at his pinnacle. And it shows in the first track. Yes. This is him basically going in and showing people, yo, I am am doing this for nearly 10 years. Put some respect on my name. And sorry, sorry. Right, right, right. So we keep it with Kanye West for the following two tracks, right? So these will be Takeover and Izzo Hover, right? So mm. Takeover. So quick history, right? Because I got to this album fairly late, I didn't even I like I just used to hear like through you know through the net and all that uh, about the whole Jay Z and Nas Beefner. Um, mm. But I think it was already time when Nas dropped Stillmatic now, you know what I mean? When the single Got Yourself Up came in right. and I took notice. And then I heard Eater afterwards, like, you know, probably just, like, downloaded it and listened to it. It's like, oh, okay, this thing is real now. 
So by the yeah. time I jump into to you know blueprint itself, that's what I could take over, right? And then afterwards, a little bit later on, that you know, the second verse was aimed at Prodigy of Mob Deep. You know, we a lot of details that went on with that, right? Some some drama, right? But just get the obvious out of the way, though. Um, this is one of Kanye West's greatest beats, though. Like, who would have thought like a sample from the doors that then the the um guitars now. Yeah. Would I make for one of the most aggressive distract beats ever made, Um, and I don't think people knew where that sample came from, where the guitar and you know guitars came from, but it just sounds so grimy, though. And like it have like a almost kind of a head banging kind of rock vibe to it, you yeah. know. Yeah. Um Jay Z goes in on this too. Yeah, do yeah. do 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 do. Yeah, I love how you know, like he's not being overly aggressive, like you know, like a biggie on who shot you or a cannabis on second round kill, right? He's more like I sold more records than you. I have more platinum albums than you. Um, you know, with 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 Prodigy, he was a ballerina. I seen the pictures, but actually, he was just like Michael Jackson. Um, Nas had the worst verse on Uchiwali. Which is kind of yeah. sort of true. Um, it's, it's, <laughs> yeah. it's funny too because I remember there was there was a version of that song radio where his voice wasn't even there. Yeah, they cut it. Yeah, they cut out uh, his. It, it was just brief hearts, You know what I mean? That was that was that was rough, right? Um, the you know who did do did you know what to do? Or who? Sorry, you know who did you know what to to you know who? Let's keep that between me and you. Like I is only years later I realized, oh, that's that's nice like first baby mommy taking shots at, right? Um that third verse, which is in that nice though, is nothing short of brutal, but it's one of those verses like when you hear it now, it's kinda slumped back in the see the big job boy. Mm. Like he just yeah. hit them with all like all the L's that Nas taking the career just hitting them though. Is yeah. when he when he mentioned, you know, the 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 album run that he had up, boy, I was like, wow. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Oh, yeah. uh, <laughs> boy. God, boy. <laughs> it is horrible, though, right? And then, you know, and, the quotables and, galore. And then, and then anyway, how uh, can we make the album? And he responded with that so lame. Yeah, lame. <laughs> You know, reference to David Bowie's theme, right? I love that, right? Um, quotables galore, boy. You know, you made it a hot line, I made it a hot song, yeah. and you ain't get a coin, you was getting fucked in. I know who I paid God search like publishing. Jeez, boy, like you saying, oh, it's like them, like them give you the dead president sample, you know, like you didn't even have anything to say about it. Yeah. You know what I mean? But yeah, it was just a painful listen though. But you know, we know that GNA squashed the beef, you know, they, they collaborated on Black Republicans, yeah. on, you know, Hip Hop is Dead, great song, um, Success, on American Gangster, and Sorry Not Sorry, which is a song I really don't care for, off of mm. DJ Khaled's new album, right? Um, as for Izzo, Hover, um, classic tune from, from G, smash hit, you know what I mean? Just not yeah. much more I can say about that. Um, but that beat, though, you know what I mean? Um, and, you know... It's just amazing how Kanye, you know, straight from the soul Kanye, you know, was just able to call with a beat so, um, so addictive, you know, you know what I mean? Um, and it's just off of a Jackson 5 sample and he just made it so bouncy. Um, that, that video was all over the place seeing Beyonce there. I was like, oh, okay, 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 that's cool. Yeah. And, you know, I, I, I have reason to believe maybe this is where they first met. I could be wrong. Um, but it, it really shows how much of a sharp ear he has for music, though. Like, just being able to make a beat like this, right? Um, a third verse is my favorite. Um, this he where he kind of debunks yeah. the idea that oh, because he rapping about drugs, you should sell it just to make it big. He's yeah. like, no, hope did that. So hopefully you won't yeah. have to go through that, right? Yeah, great like that. Yeah, just talk about the harshness of the projects and what he had to go through. And just saying like, 
look, I made it out, but you know, I'm not saying you should do the same thing. Don't, don't walk in my shoes, but understand, I had to struggle to reach where I reached. So when I brag and say this, the anthem, get your hands up. That's all I'm saying, right? So love takeover, love uh, Izzo Hover, you know, great meets from Kanye. Kanye just really came to form with, with both songs, man. Uh, Mike Wise, thoughts on takeover and Izzo? Yeah, man, take over. Um, yeah, I agree with you. One of Kanye's best beats. What I will say, though, is that in the height of the beef, I always had, like, at that age, I just had Ether over Takeover because I just yeah. understood more of what Nas was saying on Ether because it was just more disrespectful. Right. You know, Foxy got your heart because you kept uh, your, your face in a purse. Uh, like, all this little Taibo, you know, 36 in a Taibo class or whatever. Right. Like, that's like anybody could get that and be like, ooh, that's so disrespectful. But <laughs> in the years following, when you actually research like everything yes. that was going on with Nas and Jay, it's like, oh, that is what that means. Oh, yeah. that is what that means. Oh, that is what that means. Like, oh my God. Then you realize, yeah, Takeover, Takeover is the better song. Takeover would hurt Nas more than Ether would hurt Jay. Yeah. Because Nas would listen to Takeover and be like, yeah, boy, that really true. You know this kind you of know? way? Yeah. Yeah, like it's in the feels, no boy. Um, so yeah, great this record, one of the best this songs of all time. He actually got some famous rock singer at the time to do the lame fame thing. Which is dope. I find like you just have some big rock star coming in the studio to say lame. Mm. I find that was cool. And brain. Um, yeah, all that shit. Like, that's all you want to come in the studio and do. And make some money doing it. That, that's Easy dope. money. Yeah. Um, HD is all, well, you know, I saw that song performed. He performed it all over on BET, MTV. So I was a fan of the song even before the video. Then the video dropped. Um, video was dope. Video just looked like a damn good time. It looked like a, a nice New York summer. Everybody having a good time. Destiny's Child in the video. Yeah. Beanie Man yep. was in the video, all kind of things. Yes. Thing, you know? mm. um, <clears throat> yeah, nobody, nobody flying the planes in the buildings yet, right? Yeah, yeah, that was before the planes. That was before that shit. That's just a dope, fun song. Lots of quotables. Lots, lots of quotables in the verses. That's when people first singles used to have quotable bars, guys. So mm-hmm. everybody yeah. listening, like, yeah, you could make commercial shit with dope bars. Yeah. You know? So all the all the all yeah. the young ones who listen you now. You don't um, have to be too sexy for the trap. <clears throat> yeah, you don't have to be way too sexy. So <laughs> yeah, um dope first single. Um Kanye back to back. Yeah. Kill that shit. Right. Uh Doughboy, thoughts on Takeover and Izzo. Yeah. Takeover was always my favorite. Out of the two disses, because the way how Jay Z play together, it's not just it's not just one ass open. It's just like I'm gonna spank you, I'ma spank you. Use a bystander, and your ass is getting some too. Um, compared to Eater, with Nas just try to be disrespectful. Well, was disrespectful, but. When you listen to Takeover, you know, like, what people just claim Drake does do. Be, be sneaky and this, you know. 
Jay was doing that. Basically, poking, poking at you to see if you're going to jump. You had to be in the know, you had to be in the know to know what he was talking about. Like, when things started to come out, you're like, yo, that was Jay was talking about, that was Jay was talking about, that was Jay was talking about. So, I always did like it because uh the because of the beat. Kanye work magic with the beat. And well now to Izzo. I like Izzo, but I like the um roots version more. Not nothing against the um Kanye version, Kanye mm. version version dope. But something about the root zone that just make it sound more more appealing to me but it's still a dope track all right all right uh ricardo thoughts on takeover and iso yeah um same same opinion as as mike uh and, and do i the track that as a kid you thought oh shit eater way better and it's a much better this track but it is all facts uh, with with in the case of um in the case of uh, takeover it's just yeah, that, that is a fact. When you learn, but you don't know. I was I was sixteen at the time. Didn't know all that bullshit going down. And then when you learn what's going on after, it's like, all right, well, yeah, it, you know, history, history kind of um validate it. So in terms of track, you know, beef, you know, history and and feuds. Yeah, the, the to me take over ultimately is the superior track to be honest. Um, in my opinion. Um, but yeah, great track, great beat. Um, you know, is a really really. Great, great classic from Kanye. Um, for Izzo, yeah, true, true, great hit and classic. Again, I love the third verse, as they say. Um, nice when Jesus really coming to his own to, into the track. It just flows so well. Um, and it, you know, you know, I was raising the pro tracks, roaches and rats, smokers out back selling the mama sofas. Yeah, mm-hmm. great classics, true classic. Uh, yeah, blood blue tracks, true, true. You know, really, really builds builds the momentum of the album really well. Right, right. So just jump into um, tracks four to six, right? So next off, we have Girls, Girls, Girls from Just Blaze, right? Now, I'm going to make a controversial statement, right? The first time, the first time that I heard this song, I didn't care for it at all. I'll tell you why. Uh, boo, boo, this why. I'll man. I'll tell you why, I'll tell you why, I'll tell you why. <laughs> you hear Just Blaze, Just Blaze? Uh, and I'm hearing this string music, and I'm like... When I come to a rap song, I want to hear boom bap mm-hmm. and jazz. That like lavish string music, though. Yeah. But then, but then I listen to it again, and then a few more times, like, oh, that's where they're coming from, Jared. And for me, though, this was like how this is the one thing I love about this album, though. It was artists stepping out of the comfort zones ever so often, trying new things, Jared. Mm-hmm. So for a man like Just Please to come and say, yeah, I just gonna do this real lavish, exquisite R&B beat. I gotta make it sound so smooth that you could rap over it, right? And have a nice little vocal sample in the background. It works. And yep. how G just his approach was just like, I was gonna talk about, oh, I have this chick, and I have this chick, and I have this chick, and I have this chick. So it could tell the man just having fun. And you know, it, it works. Like it, he's having a blast here, right? I love the uh, love how he brought on OGs like Q Tip and Slick Rick and the late great Bismarcky to come in and sing the hook. And even the hook itself is just catchy and silly but you know you, you know it right he was he was singing it all the time right so like i say as a, overall like i just love how different and how distinct it was it didn't sound like anything you, you heard before like you, for me personally i didn't really hear a, a jay-z song like this ever i didn't hear a just please song like this ever in my opinion 
and it worked. But just that first time, I was just like, wait, what's this? But you know, like, it, it took me a while. I was like, oh, okay, I like this. I like this, right? Uh, next off, we have Jigga That Nigga, which was a song that I was introduced to through one of those big CDs that I mentioned at the very beginning of this episode, right? Um, because apparently this was a single, but I didn't hear it on radio. I Maybe it was on radio, but I didn't know. I didn't hear it, right? But anyway. Um, this is for, first and foremost a party song. Um, it has this kind of summery beach vibe to it, you know, but you could imagine playing it in a club, right? Um, I hear this on radio. Yeah. Okay, well, I probably did, but not as much as all that, though. Yeah, but anyway. yeah, yeah, yeah it's as much as Gills, 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 and... Exactly, yeah. Uh, what What is noticeable about the song is the he is I and I am him reference that Jay makes, you know, me from Snoop Dogg, from What's My Name. Um, you know, is he typical, you know, being player, pimp, macking kind of thing. But it works well. I love how just effortlessly and smooth that he is in this, right? And he beat bumps, right? It's very, you know, bouncy and jiggy, so to speak, right? And track number six, you don't know. Yeah. This has one of my all-time favorite Just Please beats. Like, every time I hear this beat. I get goosebumps. That pen, ten, 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 ten. Uh, so, hold, hold on, hold on, Ricardo. You beginner rappers, please leave this beat alone. This beat is for pros. Thank you. you don't need your <laughs> booty ass beats. Yeah, rhymes on this badass beat. No, 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 no. And it's only years that I realized that the vocals in the background aren't from a female singer, but it's from um, a guy, a R&B singer called Bobby Bird. One thing with Just Blaze, he loves to like pitch shift vocals, right? But all that aside, though, um, if if the how how the best way I could sum up this song is like, if you all remember Man Max Fury, right? Remember I had that guy who was the the guy who had the guitar that was shooting the the fire out, right? <laughs> and he was like right in front, like this truck with like these four big speakers. Mm. This like if you just take that 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 guitarist out, like I love the guitarist, right? But if you just take he out, he just leave the be- the vehicle with the speakers. This is the song I will be blasting to it. Like this song is meant to yeah, yeah. How did this crank that shit up to like eleven dread? It is so loud and it, in your face and it's hustler motivation. All the lines stand out. The second verse, yeah. I love that. That one million, two million, three million, okay. four. I love that too. The remix with MOP that was on Blueprint Ooh. 2. Fire as well too. And, you mm-hmm. know, you just kind of tweak the beat a little bit, but I love it though. And you know, this is like the perfect fit for MOP. Cause they just shouted over that song. I love when MOP just get rowdy on a song, you know. Yeah. Um, and fun fact though, this was actually meant to be a nastiest though. Uh, I imagine the one million, two million thing was like a, 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 a subliminal shot at Nas. I could be wrong, right? But on that though, love the song. One of my favorite songs of the album. One of my favorite songs from Jay Z. Period. Like I'd, ever so often, I would hear it on radio and I'd just be like, "Turn this music up. Turn my music up. No, sorry, turn my music high. Ha, 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 yeah. yeah. Love mm-hmm. that song. So yes, guys. So thoughts on girls, 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 jigger that nigga, um, and you don't know, Ricardo. Yeah, um, girls, girls, girls. It, okay, so uh, like you, I, I don't remember enjoying the song when I first hear it, and here's simple reason. I was hearing it on my television, right? Mm-hmm. Uh, audio. Me too, me yeah, too. Because I was, hearing, yeah, right. and I was when, all over BT, right. all over, all over. Right, when, when, you, when I hear it on the album itself, that is when it, it, it's like, okay, that's when it, it stick with you. 
He's like, okay, that makes sense. And he had to hear all the little, little vocals, and he's like, yeah, that's real hard, dude. Like, as a, just from a sonic perspective now, it's like, oh, okay, mm. that, that is one of the why it's working and flowing for me particularly well. And yeah, it's, it's, it's truly excellent um, for me for what it is. Um, really great track. Uh, get a nigga, great track. Um, uh, it's a track I don't revisit as much as I, as, as I should, but yeah, it's, it's a great track mostly because it's another track that, that comes after. But yeah, this is a nice boppy track that I enjoy. And then, um, then you don't know it's a classic. I mean, you know, I could sell ice in the winter, you know, sell water. Well, there's the hustle track. Um, great, great track. It just flows. We it's a great energy, and it just um that's bombed this all the time. This, this is again heavy rotation track. Uh, yeah. yeah. Uh, well, well, quick question. What well, um what about the, the remix? Yeah, yeah, that, that was a great, great remix. That was on on Blueprint Two, right? Yeah. Or, yeah. Well, album that was right. Yeah. On Blueprint Two. Yeah, yeah, uh, great, great remix. It works really well. I was like, oh, it's glad to hear this this on the train. And uh, as I say, MOP bring the heat, right? So, yeah, classic. Right. Uh, Mikewise, quick thoughts on girls, 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 jigger that nigger, and you don't know. Yeah, well, girls, girls, girls. First time I heard that, I was in love with Arsenal because of that beat. Um, mm. It was so crazy. I felt at the time to hearing it. He was clever with like how he was breaking down the different type of girls. I do yeah. have a feeling that at some point... I think there's an um, Eddie Murphy reference in it. Yes, yeah. yes, yes. I have a feeling uh, that Why, why you treat that... me like animal or something like that? Yeah, yeah. 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 I have a feeling that at some point, Gen Z going to discover this song and try to cancel Jay for like a week. Yeah, well, why? Uh, <laughs> <laughs> but nah, this is a dope... This is a dope song. This is one of Just Blaze's best beats, like... As Ricardo said, just sonically how it was mixed and put together. Yeah. Um, dope, dope, dope song. Um, Jigga, that that was just it's like a bouncy club song. It doesn't to me. It 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 within the confines of the rest of the album, sonically it does kind of stick out a little bit because it's so bouncy and and yeah. club friendly. I, but Jay Jay still has some dope lines on that. Yeah, like yeah. a lot of quotable lines on that still. Fact know? that yeah, now you do, you know, puff like Bob Bob Marley, dude. Yeah, I love that. Yeah, 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 yeah. He was crazy you on that. Up so. my heart, don't don't bother me, dude. dude. <laughs> yeah, yeah. I used to I used to skip this song because of the beat, but when I get into it, I was like, nah, I can't skip this now because the lines on it too dope. Um, well, next song you don't know, one of Just Blaze's best beats. This is again similar to Rulers Back. This is Jay making a statement of who he is, yeah. uh, where he stands in this game. You know what I mean? Quotables galore. Um, classic song. As much as this is one of Just Blaze's best beats, the reason there is a remix is because Just Blaze felt that he did not flip the sample good enough to his, his own liking. He was like, I could flip that sample better than that. So that's oh, why that would, he that would explain the the intro where he hear the 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 vocals yeah. a lot more. I love that intro. Yeah, yeah, for, for part two. I love 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 that. Yeah, that, that set the tone basically, you know, and how Jay was talking about Blueprint Two is on its way. Like that kind of sets off the anticipation for that. So yeah, dope song. Um, you don't know one of the best songs on the album, in my opinion. All right, and do thoughts on those three songs? Yeah. Well, Gills, 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 I like the the original, but I love the remix. You know, remix. I, I was going to bring up whether I prefer the, the remix or the original, but when I get to that, that's what. Yeah. 
I, I love the remix. The remix with Michael Jackson, Diamond, Diamond Jig. Um, but the original, it it happens for this. And it was something that me in Form 4 was just happy to be singing. Like, yeah, girls, girls, girls. And that would be shit, basically, to see. Just bump. So, yeah, fair enough. Um, check out that nigga. Does I, f- I know it was supposed to be a single. It have the single vibe. But again, Jay-Z was just on a different level after Dynasty that everything was razor sharp when it comes to his spitting. So even though that how this was supposed to be the Harlem Shaky song, it had bars. It had bars. So you can't just be like, well, yeah, that Jay-Z Ichiaya track. Nah, it had bars. And then, like, then, um, what's another track? We, you don't know? You don't yeah. know, to me, is my favorite track on the whole album. Because in the middle of the album, and then you just get hit with that blast, the horns, this yes. vocal sample that, oh! Yeah. 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 Everything just, just blasts through, but... Everything just gel perfectly, and then Jay Z just going in, just going in. As Mike say, they Jay Z showing who he is. They, as I say, you have to know what that track does remind me when Floyd Mayweather just watching the camera and doing the speed bag. Yeah, I'm that good. Mm. <laughs> that what I is to me. Right. So next three tracks, just jumping through, uh, we have. Hola Hovi 2, right? Uh, which yeah. is produced by Timbaland. The funny thing is with this song, right, is that this was the song that plays at the end of the Izzo video. So I did like, all right, well, what's this song? What's this Hola Hovi 2 song, right? I, mm-hmm. I'm curious. I waited for this to come on radio. Not, not here in the tunnel radio. I say, all right, well, okay, I guess I'll buy the, uh, uh, sorry, I guess I'll list the album here for myself. Now, what I would say, like, looking back at it now, though, is how distinct I, I keep using this word um, of a Timberland beat it was though like you know you kind of always associate Timberland with this kind of specie glitchy kind of beats um, especially like what you use with uh, with Missy and you know Genuine and stuff like that and Aaliyah rest in peace Aaliyah yeah but this song so different though it has a kind of a Latin influence to it too so it sounds different too especially with the guitar song and all that and I mean, Jay just is doing his thing on that song, Dread. And then, you, of course, he hooked that, Hola, Vito! You know yeah. I mean? So it just fits, though. You, know I mean? just, I, you could tell, like, they just bounce off each other very, very well. Dope. You know what I mean? So, yeah, just that, you know, just out of that beat alone, right? So, dope, dope, dope track. But why this wasn't a single, I don't know. Anyway, it was, on, it, right? was a, it was a single. Was it, though? It was a single. The singles them was um, Izzo, Gills, 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 this, and um, four so, well, song cry. Yeah, song cry. Yeah, 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 yeah. Four singles. They just right. didn't play this much. Yeah, this yeah, didn't get yeah, much. Yeah. yeah, and I was I was hoping I was looking for a video like you know shipping me was thinking oh well if the if that video end with the song so I'm mean, gonna get the next video is gonna be that song but it didn't happen right whatever. 
So next up, we have Heart of the City, Ain't No Love, right? Yeah. This is what I call the thriller song on the album because if you remember American Gangster when he was promoting that movie, the song was playing in the soundtrack, right? Yep. Um, and I, I believe it probably showed up on a few other thrillers as well too, especially when it comes to like these grimy urban dramas. You always hear that dun 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 dun, dun yeah. right? Um, but this beat though is one of his all-time greatest, in my opinion. Yes. I love the it. It sounds like a updated black exploitation beat has a soulful vibe to it though that hook is phenomenal in my opinion yes, um, was he done by Bobby Bland Bobby Bland was the sample I think so yeah. yeah I love the soul claps that come in before the two verse and on the outro though it just like you know again taking it to church you know it's something that we know it can yeah, me yeah. um and I just love the the, the concept of it where it's just G like you know what I mean? I on my hustle while they're mad at me just because I I making much um this amount of money and I accomplishing all these things. Like I just trying to live my life, you know. I love just the it's basically the whole more money, more problems approach. You know what I mean? I love that. I love his opening lines where it's like pussy fat boys break up. Now every day I wake up, break everybody up, yeah. got a problem with hope. I love that. I love all these second verse breaks with the Fuji's as well, too. Fuji's breaking up. You know what I mean? And um I'll just close things off with this, right? Um, I love how he says, um, Jigger held you down six summers, Dread. You know what I mean? That's kind of saying, like, look, I doing this thing for a while now, so where's your love, Dread? You know what I mean? So, love, 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 love that song. Yeah. And last, but well, you'll stick with Kanye again. Uh, we have never changed, but um, yeah. one which I honestly, like, first time I listened, I didn't warm up to the first time, though, but then afterwards I was like, all right, a feeling is really the soulfulness of it that, that I love, though. Yeah. Um, I could tell like this is Kanye, this in like kind of coming into himself now. You know what I mean? Like this is me chopping up um, soul samples. This is why I do right. But you could really feel the chemistry between Kanye and G on this. So it's almost like Kanye specifically make this beat for him though. Um, thematically, I love how Stern G is. It's just like look. I do, you know, this basically kind of going back to the whole drug dealing days, but he's talking about the loyalty he has for, you know, his um his brethren and, you know, staying to the G code, you know what I mean? And like he has, he shows no signs of wanting to leave it, you know what I mean? And for me, like the song itself has this kind of reflective kind of mafioso vibe to like you just watch like the life at times of, of a hustler and this is like the song that would play like when the, 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 the end credits roll, you know what I mean? So, Overall, great track, and you could really tell that it was a smart call bringing in um, Kanye to Rockefeller in the first place, you know what I mean? Uh, so, yeah, Ricardo, thoughts on Hola OV2, Hattie City, and Never Change. Yeah, this is, this, is, this is the trifecta here for me in the, in the album. Mm. This is the, the height of the album for me. Um, I know it have a lot of, it have a couple other tracks that comes later. We love them, yes. But this, I find, is the kind of the core of the album to me, in, in, to be honest. Um, Hola OV2... Heart of the City and Never Change just, you know, meld into each other so well, especially from Heart of the City to Never Change. It's like, I just confuse the tracks sometimes. Um, you know, yeah, that's probably because all the weed, right? Uh, and yeah, it's, it's just such a great thing. It, it was just with that famous line, um, niggas pray on for my downfall, but every time I hit the ground, I bounce up like wrong ball. Oh, well, um, yes. <laughs> in, in, in Heart of the City, uh, which is such a great track. Um, all of it, Ovito is just a, it's just a beat. It's just a bop. Um, it starts off great with that that, that bass guitar, and it just just builds it from there. And uh, I love it for what it is. Um, and then never change. It's just such a great beat by Kanye West. I mean, it's just just flowing. It's just soulful, and it is just cool down the, the the section of the album to to build into well the next next three well next four tracks you could see. Um, yeah, I I, I love them for there. 
um, especially Hardy City in the you know and leading the internet never changed. Hardy City is one of easily one of my favorite favorite tracks on this album. Yeah, 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 for real. Uh, Doughboy, Hola V2, yeah. Hardy City, never change. Quick thoughts. Yeah, well, I Hola V2 is like that my bop, that my party tune. So like when when I hear that, yeah, I sing the chorus and stuff because the Timberland beat so catchy. The chorus so so catchy and again Jay-Z now to he bag he ain't no slouch he's spitting on it so in the right mixture for me what must he go on why it wasn't a popping single must he because the verses went over people's head and they didn't want it to think much but it was a single Heart of the City is to, to me, they when can they the Kanye section, right? They when can when Jay Z like yo Kanye or them them cry. We have people to cry when I, when this shit go and like he he deliver because these two tracks is soul tracks touch touch it deep in your body type of soul tracks. Um, the the placement of so far, yeah. everything co- coincided and everything. So having two Kanye tracks back to back, people can say might say it, it wouldn't work, but it work in this this time. Um, never change. If that is released now, I would have say it was an Asian young track. The house soulful it does so. Mm. Uh, yeah, I see what you mean. Mm-hmm. Yeah, so. Can you like he really put you all into that track? That track have have the soul in it, so can't complain. Right, right, right. All right. So Mike, Hula V two, Heart of the City, never change. Yeah, Hula V two. That's just a banger. I find that's one of Timberland's most underrated beats. Very overlooked. agreed. Probably agreed. because agreed. probably because he have like much bigger singles than that, but mm. still like. Dope song. Um, I don't know. Jay did this. Jay did this thing on it. Rate freaking AO technology. Just supposed to rate that. Yeah, exactly. True. Uh, yeah, yeah, yeah. True. Um, Jay did this thing lyrically on it. Again, this whole album, he was just, he was just stunting on man. Just letting you all know who he is. You know, peak of his confidence. Um, the next two songs are like, kind of tied for me. Like one A and one B in terms of. <laughs> my, my favorites on this album, uh, yeah. Heart of the City, one of Kanye's best ever beats. Um, Jay's in rare form here. Um, again, same confidence, but he's a little bit more reflective with it. What I will say is one of my favorite two bar two bars on the whole album is when he say, um, "Bird ass rappers, I ain't mean to ruffle y'all. I know you're waiting in the wings." Yeah. So it's like, oh, we, you know, yeah. bird, ruffle yeah. feathers, and then they come with wings too. It's like, and yeah, people yeah. really catch that. Again, like people who just say Jay Z overrated as a lyricist, like, I will fling a state property DVD at your face. <laughs> you are stupid. <laughs> you do not know what wow. you are talking Yes, yes. So, like, yeah, Heart of the City, incredible. Um, Never Change, another great, this is a reflective song as well. Mm-hmm. Um, I love, like, especially that verse where you talk about losing the 92 bricks. 
and and yeah. shout out to my Miami and Saint Thomas Connect. Never mm-hmm. mention your name. I promise respect. Death before the sun. Correct. Like mm-hmm. yeah, Jay was Jay was locked in and focused, supremely focused on this album, mm-hmm. which yeah. is why the best songs on this are in that um that weekend. He did like nine nine out of these thirteen or twelve songs. Thirteen in like one weekend. Yeah. So he was right. just locked wow. in and focused. Like mm. the Kanye, Just Blaze, and Bink produced tracks. That he did that in a weekend. He was just supremely focused, you know. So right. yeah, this as I agree with Ricardo. Um, this three track run, especially eight and nine, yeah, that highlighted the album for me. Mm-hmm. Right, right. So next three we have was kicking things off with song, song cry, right? Mm-hmm. Now just like girls, 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 don't get mad at me. First time I heard it. Probably premiere in 106 or whatever it is, because it was all over 106. Didn't care for it, right? But bring it back to BT thing. It was all over BT. It was on Sita's Wheel. It was on Rhapsody, 106 and Park. It was Sita's yeah, Wheel. Sita's Wheel? Rubber Wild Sita's bring back Sita's Wheel, yeah? Sita's Wheel. <laughs> what, what, wow. From 1 yeah. to 4 or 1 to 3 p.m., remember that? that probably, it was probably on Sunday, wow. yes. <laughs> right, I used to live with with, with BT at that point in time, right? That's what I remember. Um, so it was probably on Sunday best four we do, right? Yeah. But yeah, it was all over, right? So didn't didn't expect to hear Jay Z be this, you know, introspective and talk about relationships. So it's like, uh, okay, but when I really sat down and took in the song, I was like, all right, this this hits too, and. Yeah, it's a song that still hits, it punches in, he got do, you can relate it in some way, shape, or form. Well, basically what he's talking about was just, look, you know, being I with this girl, but you know, this music thing, just take it up so much of my time. So I don't have much time for you. Sorry, but I'd make gotta get that money. And then now in the third verse, he's like, Well, wait, wait, you you with some other guy with the jail, you know what I mean? And I like how you just kind of act like, you know, there was these other girls, but oh gosh, I was going to come back to you. You know what mm-hmm. I mean? So it's funny. But I love the last four bars, though, because it hit so hard where he says, they say you can't turn a good, bad girl, but uh, bad girl good. But once a good girl's gone bad, she's gone forever. Yeah, I'll mourn forever. Should I got to live with the fact that I did you wrong forever? Mm. Punch to the gut, boy. Wow, right? So it's one of those songs admittedly that I had to warm up to by but yeah it's a great song just please did this thing once again doing the R&B thing but I was like yeah this this fits too it fits with the the whole depressing vibe of the song it, it just totally works right just a match made in heaven as far as the production and lyrics go right um, all I need is a nice little you know cool down session now Bing comes in I love how upbeat it is as a cool down like, you need your spurts picked up after, after that shit. Dog. Agreed, agreed, agreed. It's not a cool though. It's more like picking yourself back, picking your spirits back up. You're right, you're right. Yeah. Um, <laughs> I love how, again, track sequences. It's more like, you know what? I was down on the, on the previous track, but here, you know what I mean? Picking myself back up, I'm back on my grind. I love the, the concept of the song where it's like, all right, I just going to take you into like a day in my life trail. I got to show you, hey, you know what I mean? When I, when I stepping on the plane, this is what I need. This is my lawyer. This is my, my crew. You know what I mean? And all that kind of stuff. I forgot that this was the first time just G said, I guess I got my swagger back. I thought that was like, the, I thought the first time he said it was on Otis now with Kanye, right? Um, on the second verse, he interpolates the hook from Two Box Me and My Girlfriend. That, but he says, All I need in this world is this me, my girlfriend, not life for sin. That he says, You know, Tree Bunny and Claire's like, Okay, that's that's cool, that's cool, that's cool. And overall, I just love how a beat it is. You're just like, 
yeah, this is this is just me doing my thing, Jen. This is a daily life, Jen. You're gonna take part in it with me, right? Or or you know, again, stunting on people. So like, yeah, at the end of the day, you wish you will be, Jen. So I love that, right? And last but not least, with this three 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 track run, renegade. No, no, it's three, it's three, song cry and all I need and renegade, right? Um, yeah. this to me is the true album highlight for me, Tread, because you're taking two rap heavyweights, though, Cheesy and Eminem. You have yeah. Eminem on the boards, you know, he's doing that dramatic violence stuff that he loves to do. Um, just that beat alone feels like it was supposed to be for Marshall Matters LP. Like, I don't like in my head, I always envisioned this as not, not really, yeah. Like the, the, the tone of it, like the, the vibe of it, nah. like I feel like it's almost because he Eminem something. was recorded. Um, the same shit, um, no, the Eminem show at the time, so it could right. have been oh. something for that, right? Right, right, because that came a year afterwards, right? Right, right, yeah. yeah. But the vibe of it, then almost like he wanted somebody like a Dr. Dre to come in to rap alongside him, so something like a vibe like that, there, you know I mean, um, similar to like see what you see from um, the Eminem show, right? But yeah. What makes it work though, and is the lyrics so like lyrically, you could like write an entire case study on this thread because JNM just basically kind of telling the critics, hey, this is why we rap about what we rap about. And it's kind of showing how the media kind of frames them as like negative influences on the youth, right? So J raps about his beginnings in the ghetto and why he sold drugs and all that kind of stuff. But the same people who want to hate on his music won't last a day. You surround this where he lived in and survived, right? But to me, M is the standout here, because, you know, he's right out of the country. We'll see from the Marshall Matters LB. I love how he just kind of addressed the critics in this kind of calculated, kind of straightforward way. He will throw like a jab or two or a milfigo or two ever so often. He hates us, right? But, you know, like to the untreat, he may come up like a smart ass. But, like, when you really sit down and listen to what he's saying, it makes a lot of sense now, because what he's saying in a nutshell is like he's basically kind of taking the hypocrisy of the American household, just throwing it back in the parents' faces. Like, hey, the reason why I'm this way is because of you. You know what I mean? So you could debate that as much as you want to. You may say Eminem is wrong here, but I think that he's absolutely right here because, you know, as far as his influence as musical, yeah, he was public enemy number one when it comes to that, right? So not much more I could say. Love this song. For me, best song on the album, just from a lyrical perspective. Like, you could just, like, dissect and analyze the song for these. There's so much detail into the song. Love this, right? So, uh... Mike-wise, thoughts on Song Cry, All I Need, and Renegade? Um, Song Cry, again, this is a, a Just Blaze highlight for me. This is one of his best beats, probably a top 10 Just Blaze beat. Um, what I will say, because of how Jay, Jay is basically talking about a breakup, but still trying to preserve his masculinity. Song Cry yes, Especially is, in that, in that Cry, tune this way. Song Cry is the song Drake has been trying to make his whole career. <laughs> I know, right? <laughs> and that is the most factual statement I have said here tonight. That that this is exactly what Drake wants to do. Song Cry, that is it. Um, great song, love the beat, you know everything. All I need, all I need is like when you when you look to go and hit the club after a bad breakup. You know, that's just how it feels to me. But again, similar to Ola Hovito, um, I like H D is always a fun song, but lots of quotable bars here. The man was like mm-hmm. rapping his ass off, you know. And um 
yeah, Renegade. Renegade is, is a classic song. Two, two heavyweights going at it lyrically. Um, I don't like. I know people will say M God J. I kind of see it as more even. Although I could understand why people say that. I feel like um, because even though they were at the top of the game, they were kind of they had similar audiences but different audiences at the same time. Right. And definitely different backgrounds. So you would hear M kind of you would hear J talking about where he comes from, why he raps about the things he raps about, and then M. Obviously, going through a lot of criticism of his content, I feel like he decided to attack the people that were criticizing him the same way you would attack a rapper in a diss song. Like, he was calculated about, okay, let's talk about these parents who criticize me. Too bad you couldn't do good at marriage. And he just started to, like, pick away at people in a yeah. very calculated, mature way, you know? Mm-hmm. This is, like, mm-hmm. mature Eminem. So, um... Yeah, classic song, one of the best songs of all time. If you're talking about, you know, putting two MCs on the same track with each other, yeah. Right, uh, Ricardo, song cry, all I need, renegade. Thoughts? Yeah, uh, yeah, song cry was. I was actually uh, surprised that it was released. Um, it's like, oh, you decided to release song cry, but yeah, it makes sense. I, again, you know, you know, guilt need a track too, right? Um, but yeah, this was a great, 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 you know, love slash breakup song. Pretty great for for, for what, uh, what it was. Uh, it does flow and work really, really well. Um, all I need is a track that I remember loving back then, and it doesn't hold up as well for me now, but I really still really like it and listen, listen to it. It has a lot of great lyrics and moments in it. Um, you know, when your dumbs do only the deaths, the steps, um, where they do where they, where they do do PP on the steps or something like that. That was good lines. Um I, yeah, I, I really enjoyed for what it is. Um and then uh Renegade was like a complete shock. This is the Kennedy Cherry on top of the album, in my opinion. Um not the core of it. Right? The core of it is is nine and eight and nine. Uh but this is the cherry on top. It's like you get a big MC, one of the biggest biggest rapper in the world, if not the biggest at the time. And he, you know, they just blow it together, blow it away together, and and I, I, I could. There's one of the rare examples of if you get drunk enough, I could sing Eminem's lyrics, um, in some, um, karaoke bar or something like that, right? Yeah, it's right, tr- okay. tr- Pro- truly a classic. Um, props, Ricardo. Props. <laughs> yeah, you know, yeah. Well, you know, you need at least, at least six star, right? So, <laughs> but no, um, I absolutely love love this track for what it is. Eminem, Eminem is top of his form. Great, great lines, great, great uh, moments, um, and that's 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 uh, for what it is. Um, yeah, that's up to there. So, yeah. all right, uh, Doughboy, quick thoughts on song cry, all I need and renegade. Um, song cry, as Mike put, that was Jay Z giving me a breakup song, but trying to protect his um, masculinity and. It works to me. I I like it. I like I like the song. Plus two, it was my girlfriend in school in school at the time. Favorite song. Don't know why. I don't know what message she was trying to send me, but that was your favorite song on the album. Um, then, well, it's in other track. Uh, all I need. All, all, I, need. all I need. Yeah, track eleven. Yeah, all I need is a dope song. 
I, I glad nobody here pick up on why I love all I need. Jesus said, Mother continent. Yes. When I heard <laughs> that again, I was like, oh, sh- yes, he said that. I was like, what? You probably heard that from some, you know, Rasta fellow, some, some Jamaican or something like that. None of so Jamaican like, no cuss like that. Is actually no, no, I don't. Actually, 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 like, like, all right. Yeah. Right, right, right. To be fair, yes, yes, you're right, you're right. Yeah. Well, Big Pimpin, he was drilled up. Yeah, 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 so he was yeah. the hater and like, yo, I'm going to use that in our rhyme. So, all I need gets props just having that word in it. But it's still, he's still spazzing it. And the sound, um, sample and the beat was dope. The ah, oh, 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 yeah, yeah, yeah. It, it, it's catchy mm. as hell, though. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, catchy as hell. And then shout out to Bink. Yeah, shout out to Bink. Yeah. And then Eminem just threw the black cloaks over him and Jay. Turn off the lights. <laughs> yeah, boy. Go in the boot. Pull out a sickle. <laughs> and, yeah, and just kill shit. And just yeah. kill shit. Yeah, two of them just up like Grim Reapers and kill shit. Because the beat, people will say M had an advantage because he made the beat and he already wanted to be on the beat. But Jay-Z hold his own on yeah. the track. Jay-Z hold his own. Why people will say that Jay-Z, I can understand why people say Jay-Z gets smoked, but I can't see why they say Jay-Z gets smoked. On the track, because I again it was two different sides of coin, two men that that big right now and the past coming back to at them. Well, one past and one present, present, well, yeah, yeah, with them because mm. um with the whole martial matters LP and how they say he destroying youths. White America. So, again, both of them just feed off the negative that was around them at that time and kick ass. Mm. And track was perfect. Agreed, agreed. So, last track last. So, what I mean is, is that, you know, I, you know, I was doing like the one, then one, two, then three, right? Yeah. So, the last track actually is beat up. Well, you you have that one song and then there's two hidden tracks there, yeah, right? Yeah, two bonus tracks, right? Yeah, but they feel I like one spot. Fast forward like three minutes. Yeah, yeah, boy, yeah. That was dumb. Yeah, which was that thing I didn't I didn't like about albums back in the I, day. I, but I, yeah, don't, I don't know that. I don't know that at all. Um, only on, okay, so I used to put it in Winamp. Anybody remember that? Right. Yes. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Me too. I, I, I used to rock that. I to a friend. In school, and then um, I remember seeing waveform in the track. I was like, "Wait, where's all this extra time?" And I see waveform. I was like, "Wait, have I extra track? Holy shit!" And it's a hard track. He's mm-hmm. like, "What? Yeah, go ahead." Yeah, yeah. So this could be like a like a three part closer, right? So we kick off. We kick things off with Blueprint, "Mama Love Me." Um, Bing comes in for a smooth, soulful, yeah. emotionally driven song. Um, and, you know, this this would have just made for like a perfect closing track. Like if like nothing else, you know, came after that, you know, the the, the CD stop spinning in your dismount, this would have been the perfect with the endings off though. Um I love how basically Jay is just like acknowledging everyone, even his dad who left at age eleven, I believe it was, right? Um, mm-hmm. who contributed contribute to his upbringing. 
um, the Mama Love Me, Pop Left Me bar is so poignant and so powerful, though. It's one of those lines that just stick with you, you know, for, for, for days on end, right? Um, the song as a whole is just so bittersweet, though, and you can kind of hear the pain and joy in his voice, though, you read know, um, sometimes at the same time, right? So, yeah, I mean, this would have been like a great way just to end the album off period, right? But we get two more songs after that, right? So we get Breathe Easy, Lyrical Exercise. Um, mm-hmm. And how I, I frame this well, you know, well, Mike, you could, you know, agree or disagree, right? This is a song by a rapper for rappers, right? So this is where he's talking about his rap skills, like compared his yep. ability to memorize his rhymes for long periods of time, right? Um, sometimes without even writing them down to that of, you know, exercise, like strenuous exercise. The, um, just please, this beat fits the vibe of the song perfectly, you know, with this intense piano-driven beat. It's like you could, like, run a sprint to the song, basically. Mm-hmm. Right? I love how in the intro he says, I'm the all-time heavyweight champion of flowers. I'm leading the league in at least six statistical categories right now, right? I just love how he just making these exercise and training references and both verses. So you talk about, I keep jacks jumping to these six sets like a personal trainer. I, te- I teach cooks to stretch. I pump in rock sweats, all white trainers. They get those Billy Blanks. I show you niggas with penis, right? Um, and just all these references to like exercise and training and all that kind of stuff, right? So overall, fantastic concept, fantastic song. Short, sweet to the point, and imagine like millions of rappers probably heard this song, just get inspired to improve their flows and their writing, and most importantly, the breath control. You know what I mean? So, love this song. And then we close things off properly now with Girls, Girls, Girls Part 2, right? So, mm-hmm. for me, this is a beat that I kind of enjoy more a bit than um, just Blaze's one. Why? Because it's just so. Soulful dread, like you could just kind of rock this. How it, it kind of just takes me back to like Sunday, you know, we like listen to Radio 97. Did you say so, it correctly, Michael Jackson? Michael had the sauce on it, yes, he did, he did, right? Yeah, so you just kind of rock back and you just vibe to this song, just the beat is just so smooth, so soulful, right? But, um, I love how basically it's like take the, the first the original one now but kind of tweaking it a bit there so basically he's not talking he's not like rattling off about the girls that he do sorry that he did the he just kind of mentioned two girls basically but like each girl get like the own verse and then the last verse he just mentioned he just what this this sudden type chick basically right so he just spent like a whole verse just kind of talking about each girl and what he like about them and what he do like right and all that kind of stuff it's you know just as nonchalant and humorous and playful as the first one right but it's just that beat is just so smooth and soulful and laid back though. So uh, I'm not gonna be the one to say, oh well, this this beat is, but like Kanye's beat is way better than than, than Just Please. I think that they both are great, but they work for you know different reasons and different no, it vibes. Just, it, that's why you palette now. Yeah, yeah, exactly, exactly. Yeah, what what you what you really want? Like, yeah, if 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 you feel for part two, put on part two. If you feel for part one, put on part one. Right. So yeah trifecta of songs to close this album off in fine fashion in my opinion uh mike weiss thoughts on blueprint and breathe easy and girls 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 part two yeah well i agree with you um blueprint mama loves me whatever that's a to me i still see it as the last song because i see the other two as bonus songs anyway but um yeah i love how we touch a lot of bases even talking about bd siegel trying to give him some game um yeah, Dope Beat by Bink, perfect way to, in my opinion, close out the album. Um, 
And then, yeah, lyrical exercise was incredible. That is like some battle rap type of level of scheming mm-hmm. he did there. You know what I mean? Yeah, um, but, but did that song impact you at all? Like, to, to just, like, improve your 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 abilities in, in rap or, or not? Well, when I, when I heard the song, like, I was far away from even beginning to write. So I wouldn't say... That's not one of the songs in particular, but it's definitely one I would go back to and listen to as a fan. You know what yeah. I mean? Um, beat by Just Blaze, um, the inspiration of that song was Jay-Z's engineer, Young Guru, basically telling him, yo, make something for the barbershop debates now. Right. Because I'm going to okay. be defending you in barbershop. So make mm. something for the, for the rappers, you know? Mm. And lastly... Girls, 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 part two. Um, yeah, dope. I don't really compare that with part one because they're so, like, dissimilar to me. But yeah, yeah it's, a, it's a nice. Yeah, but it's a nice, it's a nice fit in touch. Um, nice remix, dope. Kanye beat with MJ vocals. Wow, MJ background vocals. Yeah. How incredible <laughs> is that? Back to. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, Doughboy, thoughts on Blueprint, Breed Easy, and Girls, Girls, Girls Part 2? Um, well, Blueprint is the perfect end of song. As they say, the mama, mama love me, pop left me. It's everything that he saying is hitting. And that soulful sample that, ooh, like, just moving, making this making song trip with emotion and like, you're feeling it. And, and it just, everything sticks together. And I'll see that, that was the song that I had to close out the album. It had no other song that I could have choose to close out the album with, but that. Um, seeing my frame with Mike, I don't see that as the last song. The other two songs is bonus songs. Um, lyrical exercise when I first heard it, I was automatically shocked. I was like, Yo, Jay Z, what you doing here? <laughs> this is this is real bars, and then mm-hmm. like later on, because I did, I did really, really love the beat, love the beat, and then when I got, got into Cormega, I heard the beat. Yes, um, yes, yes. He 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 rapped over com, it um, as well. Um, oh, sorry, rapped over so, a version of it. Not the so same. Comega, yeah, the same sample, but Comega one was before. Like Dead Man okay. Walking. Yeah. So um, as I as I said again to Comega, and I heard it, and to me, this is the local exercises. Something that you had like if you're a rapper, you listen to it and you watch. You understand structure, you understand flow, you understand metaphors, setups. That everything that you need to have in our in our fucking good <laughs> rap in that. And you could just understand like, yo, this is what I need to need to do to be on my shit. Yeah. And, well, and gills, gills, gills too. In, they're my favorite one because um uh, it's MJ sample, but yeah, I just say like yeah, that, right? <laughs> that, that sample, sample but... that, 
I'm not a one girls guy. And you're like, yeah, Michael. <laughs> so just that, just the, the why well, I say Michael sample. The man went in the studio and sang them joints. It ain't no samples. Uh, the the Michael version is the one that I I like more, mm. but still like the original. The uh, well, the one part one. Yeah, yeah. I still love that. But that's that Michael joint is much is my shit. Yeah, that's sounds All right, and last but not least, Ricardo thoughts on Blueprints lyrical exercise. Sorry, uh, breathe yeah. easy and yeah. those good this part too. Yeah, yeah, uh, yeah, perfect, perfect way to wrap down the album. At the time, I thought this was the last track until figuring out stuff to extra tracks. Um, but yeah, uh, I absolutely loved it for what it is. Um, I'll say, you know, it just flows so well. It, it, it just, it's, it's just a great way to cool down the album and it is an end of thing. And then I absolutely love Breed Easy. Um, you know, great. Great, great lyrical songs. Like, yeah, just uh, I think this is probably where Nas get the Taibo line from. Like, probably this, like something like this. It's like too much exercise reference, and right. probably, you know, make that joke now. Uh, mm. But yeah, I I absolutely love love this song. It really, really works. It's one of the stronger tracks for me on average, and I, I really dug it. And then um, Gil Gil Gil's remix. I find myself don't listen to this as much, but I, I like it a lot still. Um, but I prefer the original. Uh, for me. But yes, yeah, so that's how I feel about it. So it, just my closing words, though, um, I think you know both Reasonable Doubt and Blueprint are up there. Um, they deserve to be up there as far as his best albums, though. But if I had to pick like a better of the two, just keep in mind they're both great. They're both five out of fives for me, right? Uh, I would go with Reasonable Doubt, uh, mainly because of the mafioso direction that it went to, the dark moody beats, and just the whole idea that we just kind of seeing life through the the eyes of this hustler right so it's you know it's like g like you know coming to form that so he's not like okay um you know this multi-million se- uh, selling superstar you know like like he was on blueprint it was a different mindset but kind of similar at the same time right um but that's not me but at the same time now i mean blueprint was just you know again it was just g at the top of his game and you know it was just like him in a different state that he was in from from you know the, the, the first album right um but you know just the subject of blueprint quickly i just really love how he you know he just kind of stepped out of his musical comfort zones ever so often but it was still g he didn't water himself his style down or anything that it was all him even though songs like gills 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 or song cry you know especially song cry where he was really introspective about all that kind of stuff um, it was all him. It was just him just kind of saying, yes, I am the shit, right? That's what it is, right? Um, but, you know, there was just something just moody and dark about um, about about reasonable doubt that, um, that, that, that stuck to me. And for me, like as far as 90s albums go, I mean, at that time, nobody did that style of music like like he did, right? Like, yes, there was, you know, Oli Bill for Cuban Links before with Rikwan, but here was just something totally different, though, you know what I mean? So... That's that's my take, but still at the end of the day, both albums are classics, bonafide classics, uh, five out of fives for me. But at the end of the day, if I if 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 someone were to come to me and ask me which one I prefer, yeah, for me it's reasonable reasonable doubt. Uh, Ricardo, closing thoughts: which one do you prefer, reasonable doubt or blueprint? 
Right, so I personally prefer the blueprint. Um, it's the one that sticks right, with me. Right. Um, mm-hmm. It's the one that sticks with me the most. Um, again, it's probably just because of the age I listen to. to. Sorry, sorry, this is probably just the formative time of it, to be honest. Um, but yeah, it's, it's the track. Is every track, literally every track I, I can remember. Again, if you're pumping a good few stacks in me, you could get me just singing them, you know, out of, out of, out of tune, right? Um, yeah, it is, is, is the stuff that really remembers me. I think it's, again, I was 16 at the time. It was great. Great album. Um, yeah, this is the one that sticks with me the most. All right. Nice, nice, nice. All right. Uh, Doughboy, closing thoughts. Um, which which of the albums you prefer? If somebody were to ask you which one you prefer, Reasonable Doubt mm-hmm. or Blueprint? Both of these albums are great albums. Um, both timestamps, different times in Jay-Z's lifetime. If somebody asks me which album I prefer, I I prefer Reasonable Doubt. Now, nice. would I, what album would I tell somebody to listen? Listen, both of them goddamn bitches, because yeah, yeah. That, them shits them will put you on game, and <laughs> and that's that's the end of that shit. <laughs> nice, well, well said, man. And last but not least, Mike Wise. Close in thoughts. If somebody were to ask you which 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 of the two is the is the better, um, which one would you pick? Well, I pick one. Uh, lyrically, because I'm a lyrics guy, I would say reasonable doubt. Um, I think the production on the blueprint was better, but for me personally, reasonable doubt. Now, if a young fan who not too up on Jay Z's early work, especially was to come up to me and be like, what is the first Jay-Z album I should listen to? And they don't necessarily want to like go through the chronological order. I'll tell them the blueprint, because I think the blueprint okay. is more mm. representative of who Jay-Z eventually became as an artist overall. You know? But, um, two classic albums, for me, I would say reasonable doubt. Though. Just slightly edging it. Ever yeah, yeah. Slightly. Yeah. And it's just so amazing, though, that just in a five-year span, man, this man put out two albums that, you know, are classics, but you, you really can't. It's, it's really hard to say which one you prefer, though, because it is both great in for, 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 for similar and different reasons, man. You know what I mean? And that's just a testament to how great of an MC um, Jay-Z is. You know what I mean? So not much more I can so say about that. I say it shows how he evolved. Yes. Yeah, important. Yeah, how he how he evolved through that that five year period. Yeah, it barely had people that could say that shit. Had like very few people with two classic albums, even worse with three. And I, I think Jay Z could make a third classic album if he if he stay around the right people. Like I remember out. seeing how uh, 444 could be his last, but I think he have he have another he have another classic in him, man. You know, yeah, yeah, another classic in him because yeah. um people people saying King's Disease is nasty classic. Yeah, uh, it had an age on me a little bit more. Which one? Two or one? Had to be two. Had to be two. Had to be one. Nas fans starting to turn like J Cole fans. Uh. <laughs> Yeah, yeah, but nah, nah. I mean, I mean, King's Disease Two is 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 up there though. But I won't call it classic as yet, man. That's like one of the best of 2021. Yeah, but not you know classic as yet. But in time you'll see, right? 
So, yeah, I mean, those were our thoughts on Reasonable Doubt and The Blueprint. I mean, both celebrated their anniversaries in, you know, 2021. So that's amazing. Uh, I mean, they will hopefully continue to, to, to stand the test of time and, you know, just inspire many MCs to, you know, just be to, to be re, uh, truthful to themselves and just, just spit that real man. So, yeah, not much more I could say. All right. So in closing, uh, Ricardo, where can we find you online? Sat RMADD White and Sat RMAD or RDM on Twitter and then type in Ricardo Medina on Facebook. You can find me there. All right. Uh, Dual Boy, where, where can we find you online? Uh, you can find me on Instagram at Lord Drippington. You can find me on SoundCloud with We Hate You, Dual Boy. That's it for now. All right. Uh, Mike, where can we find you online? MikeWise88 on Instagram and Twitter. MikeWise Official on YouTube. Dirty Pages, new album coming October. Nice, nice. Looking forward to that. Looking forward to that. Yeah. Uh, yeah. Uh, Twitter, BBB Radio Pod. YouTube, BBB Radio. Instagram, Matt Bailey, BBB. I know that's a lot of these, right? Uh, Facebook, BBB Radio Podcast, where you find the link to this podcast here, as well as the other retrospect reviews that we've done, and of course, BBB Radio. So, again, guys, thanks so much for, for coming through. I'm glad that we were able to pull this off finally. I'm glad we were able to talk about you know, two great albums here. Uh, Ricardo, thanks for, for coming for another hip hop review, sorry, episode of Retrospect Reviews. I really appreciate that. And yeah, um, so until the next one, guys, take care, stay safe, in and out. Peace.